afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm still Murray Valeriano. And joining us as always in the, wasn't in the producer chair for the last 30 minutes, but he's in the producer chair right now. <laughs> Kyle, what's up? Hey. Kyle, tell the folks what happened. Right so, now, we, are, we started recording at about 10 after 8, and now it is 20 till 9. Yeah, nothing was recorded. <laughs> Zero was recorded. Yeah, we had to restart the computer. It was kind of a- Which is weird, because nothing like that ever happens on the show. It has happened, though. Oh, it, it has? has? Yeah, it's happened a couple oh, of times. yeah, with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a couple of those times What's it was not Kyle. And, I gotta say, and I'm going to be honest. It wasn't Kyle's fault those times. It was my F-ops. Yeah, I remember you kept pulling the, fucking pull you kept the, pulling plug, the plug out. out of the wall. You think maybe after the first time well, you'd stop pulling thought, the plug well, out of the it. wall. Now a third of the plug is stuck in the wall. Do you think that it's because that it stopped recording because we only have two prongs in there? No, I don't I think we're okay. I'm talking about our two penises in your... <laughs> You call it a prong? Yeah, it's my prong. You call right? it a prawn because it's a shrimp. <laughs> That's the quality uh, of uh, will, humor you get on the show. Me, trust me, I will be editing. <laughs> All right, joining us today. I don't want to do the show anymore. That's Aaron Gould. Aaron, hello. Welcome. Hello, Pat Francis. Aaron is here. Aaron, I'm going to give you a little uh, little rundown on, on our friend Aaron Gould. Aaron, this should be exciting for everybody at the table, too. Yeah, because we're going we're gonna to try to recreate what was not recorded for the last 35 minutes. Uh, Aaron Gould uh, is the creator of the Rock Solid logo and the and the previous Rock Solid logo and uh, many of the Rock Solid logos. Uh, Aaron all also, two, all two. Of them. Aaron also does uh, some of the Facebook artwork when he's when he's free, and uh, that's not uh, often because Aaron is a uh, is a filmmaker. You you create and write and direct uh, web series. I do, I do. I had a web series called Casters, a behind the scenes look at podcasters. Oh, see, I thought that was about guys who fly fish. That's the follow up, Casters. Oh, two S's. Yeah. But it's not about wizards. Casting oh, spells. Yeah. Did that what you So I thought we had an agreement he wasn't going to talk during <laughs> this whole thing. Well, he's right across from me. You can kick him in the nuts from where you sit. <laughs> I thought it was about plaster castering. That's the oh, third that's a that's a kiss song, you know. Oh, really? Plaster <laughs> caster. Oh. grab a hold of me faster. Mm-hmm. And if you see my love, just ask her. It's like Emma. Whoever Dickinson. gave him a rhyming dictionary <laughs> needs to be shot, <laughs> or a pen <laughs> <laughs> to write this down. Um, so, uh, so tell. So, I'm sorry. Casters is about. Uh, it's a f- fictionalized world of mm-hmm. podcasting. It's about three friends putting together a, a weekly show. And what was great about the web series is that the the three actors would actually do a podcast. Oh, great. And they would uh, record. <laughs> when, what when every when, tonight? Every time you like say that something's good, it sounds so phony. Oh, that, really that was gonna be, I swear to God, that was going to be my question. Did you guys actually record? Right. A pod- were they didn't recorded you, a didn't podcast? You think that sounded so? Yeah, you you just interrupted him mid thought, and you're like, "Oh, great! Oh, fantastic! That's fucking awesome! Wonderful, yeah. Aaron! Whip-a-doo. I like the. Well, uh, I, I think I was thinking of the question, and you answered it while I was thinking of it, and that's why I. I'm sorry. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll leave. I'll leave. So they were now. Did they release those episodes? You could, you can find them on the uh, on our original website. But it, we're re-releasing the show later yeah. this year, uh, and we're going to re-release the episodes that they recorded. And they, they did a lot of research. They listened to a lot of Adam listened to a lot of podcasts. This is pre-rock solid, right? They would have listened to that one. But. Sure, they would have. Mm-hmm. 
sure know. they would. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was fantastic. Really <laughs> <laughs> I swear and, uh, it was genuine. It's uh, was it? now I'm going to tie I'm going to tie the two of you together real quick. Oh, your, your favorite your <laughs> favorite your favorite filmmaker is Steven Spielberg. I've heard of him. Uh, Murray is I'm correct, right? That's true. Uh, yes, it is. Yes. What are your top three uh, Spielberg films? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Close Encounters. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Jaws. Wow, those are that's those pretty, are great movies. Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> thank you. And, and uh, that was genuine. <laughs> that thank you wasn't. <laughs> What's funny is you name those Correct. three. You name those three, and I can think of like uh, oh, ten yeah. others. Oh yeah, it's I can't do it. Some people say, well, "What's your top ten movies?" And I well, I have to take out at least five Spielberg yeah. movies. See, when people ask me about my favorite movies, I, I go, I, I have to give it you my favorite movie by genre. Like, I can't just say, mm-hmm. oh, I have to say, this is my favorite horror film, this is my favorite really? sci-fi film, this is my favorite But you comedy. don't have one movie that, like, if you, this is it, this is the only movie you could ever watch again. Star Wars. Well, I do. A New Hope? Yeah, yeah. A New Hope. I do like, uh, when people ask me what my favorite film, I mean, if they're going to nail me down, I, re- I do really like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, that's a good movie. And, yeah. I, and I like The Graduate, mm-hmm. and, yeah. I, and I like Psycho. I mean, okay. if I'm going to go old school, I really like... Okay. I mean, my favorite comedy is Stripes. It fucking cracks That's me it. up. To to this yeah. day, it cracks me up. Yeah. And it's such an independent, choppy, sloppy yeah. piece even of the, Even the second part of that? You like the second part of Stripes? Yeah, because I remember seeing it in the theater and thought, oh, at graduation, it's over. Yeah. And no, it's just more craziness for another... Uh, it's, an, it's another movie for another 25 minutes. Oh, okay. I just, yeah. feel, I just feel like everybody turns it off after graduation. Oh, yeah. no, I love when they... It's still... Because it's I don't remember... That part fit very much because I guess I turn it off. <laughs> yeah, well, you need to. Watch they steal it. that big like ATV thing. Yeah, and they, they like, what? They oh, the ATV. That's the right. ATV. Or not? No, RV. Yeah, RV. it's like RV. an RV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember now. So you're Star Wars, Wars. You're Cuckoo's Nest, <clears throat> Psycho. Yeah. For the, and what's your what's your favorite film? My favorite's The Dark Knight because I like Batman, but I think oh. it's a great film. Okay, Christ. it is a good film. The Christopher Nolan one. Yeah. Oh, I think Blue. What? It's a Batman movie, right? Yeah. I want to see Batman. An hour and five minutes before you even no, see any No, that's the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Are you sure? That the Dark Knight Rises is the one with the Joker. Yeah, okay. yeah oh, that okay. one's I'm terrible. terrible. It's, the Joker. It's, it's the worst. Oh, okay. All right. So I disappointing. Apologize. It's an Academy Award winning film. I apologize. It is. So is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. What? Yeah. And Academy Jack Nicholson movie. was in Batman. Oh, that's right. My as, favorite, ja- as Jack Nicholson. Nicholson yeah. <laughs> My favorite Joker. My favorite Joker. As a member of KISS. And a couple other things about Aaron Gold. You... You, you are a transplant from New York City. I am, and you, a trans. Oh yeah, transvestite <laughs> from New York City. Yeah, you're sweet transvestite. Stop it. From transsexual. Oh Transylvania. man, it's about shit's uh, about to get real. That's Kyle. a good. That's a good song. You live in Alameda. Song kicks ass. I love that song. <laughs> you live in Alameda right now, which mm-hmm. is in San Francisco area. Yes. And how do you how do you like it there compared to New York? Uh, Alameda is great, uh, but I miss New York every day. It's the New York's probably one of the best cities in the world, and um, there's a lot. Of, oh, there's some hand gestures going on from Murray. <laughs> I lived there. Two That's because you're talking I can't about. Stand it. Okay, well, wow. thank, thank you for playing. <laughs> are you originally from New York? I was born in New York. Oh, okay. I thought you moved to New York. I didn't realize. What part of New York are you from? Uh, I was born in Queens. Hey, okay. hey right. What's the pizza? Hey, hey. with that guy, V. Right, Sabaros. Um, <laughs> and then when I was uh, seven, I moved to Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And For okay, and because you were a prisoner of war, I was not. Why did you move to Saudi Arabia? Why are you hosting the show? No, <laughs> uh, my dad was with the airlines, and the TWA and Saudi Arabian Airlines were doing a joint uh, uh-huh. thing, and so we went there for eight years, and then Fort Lauderdale for thirteen. L.A. two and a half, back to New York when I met my wife. She was moving there. So. 
What was it like living in another country like that? It was pretty amazing. Um, you know, at that age, you don't really get a full appreciation for right, it. Now right. that I look back at it, but I got to see a lot of the world. We traveled a lot. Got to Egypt, Pakistan, India, a lot of Europe. Did you ride a camel? I did. You awesome. went. You went through. You started puberty when you were in Saudi Arabia. I had my first camel ride when I was going to puberty. Hello. What show is? <laughs> did this? you have your first camel toe when you were going? To puberty? <laughs> no. Not until I sat in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. Um, and then why did uh, then his his just uh, his run there was was up and so it was finished and we just yeah we came back and um, um, my family lived in Fort Lauderdale anyway my mm-hmm. grandparents and stuff so we moved there and I was there for thirteen years and then came out here to L A like spring, I like fucking for- spring break for thirteen years right buddy <laughs> that's exactly what it was not <laughs> <laughs> it was like Revenge of the Nerds two for thirteen years uh, another thing I want to tell uh, people about Aaron Gold is you probably even though you don't know this you probably do know who Aaron's son is because about a couple years ago when the first Avengers movie was uh, being filmed uh, your son appeared on the internet mm-hmm. uh, in a couple of pictures one with Chris Evans yes. And one with Loki, not oh. Tom Hiddleston. He was actually, Tom Hiddleston was in full Loki costume, yeah. and your son, Edison, is on his shoulders. That is correct, he is. And uh, that was pretty cool. I remember when you like texted me, and, and I checked, and I was like, what the hell is it? And then it was like everywhere. It was everywhere. It was, it was pretty insane. Uh, if you actually go online and type in five-year-old Avenger, it'll take you to uh, the, the full story of what happened, how yeah. it happened, and everything like that. It was uh, Chris, Chris Evans' mom is the one that uh, put that into motion. Lisa Evans was amazing. Okay, and, we don't need to call her Lisa. Who's okay. name dropping now? Yeah. Uh, well, that would be me. Murray. <laughs> <laughs> um, now he just great. dropped Murray's name. <laughs> um, so, you no, know, she, uh, she saw your son had a Spider-Man t-shirt on. He, he had a spider t-shirt, but he also had his Captain America shield because I had taken him to see the movie the day before. Right. And uh, through a series of circumstances, they ended up on the set, and she's standing there like 20 feet away from No, wait, wait. You said you took him to see what movie the day before? Oh, Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. Okay. So and now, the shield. And yeah, but your wife and Edison, they, they stumbled upon the set. They didn't know. I told them because I went home. Oh, you did? And okay. I'm a, I'm a nerd, so yeah. I go to comicbookmovie.com, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, hey, they're filming in Central Park, and you're right near there. So, so head over there. Yeah, so they did. And then basically Chris Evans' mom spots your son. They get on, they're on one side of the barrier. They had mm-hmm. just met Loki. Yeah. And they're on the one side of the barrier where they're really... So Loki them. sees him and goes right to him. Well, uh, what happens is they're walking around. They see some camera stuff. They yeah. see some cars with some shield insignias. Yeah, and my yeah. son goes, oh, my God, it's Nick Fury's car. And yeah. These people come yeah. running over. You can't take pictures. And they see this five-year-old kid with a shield. And I'm like, okay, it's all right. You can take pictures. Yeah. They're walking around. And she asks a PA, what, what are you guys filming? And he's like, oh, we're doing a commercial. And she's like, really? And he's like, okay, we're doing the Avengers. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Thor, Thor and Loki come out. And paparazzi starts coming. And the PA's are like, everybody has to go this way. Everybody, come on, you ever yeah. have to. And she looks at, at my wife and my son and motions to go the other way. Like, everybody has to go this way. So they get to go over. Right. Uh, Thor is already leaving. And they see Tom Hiddleston. And they say, Loki. We, and my, meanwhile, I should say, my wife had my son on her shoulders. And yeah. she's like four foot two. Yeah. Not that short. Uh, and she's got two <laughs> bags of school supplies. And she says, we loved you and Thor. You were great. And she, can we take a picture? And he's like, yeah, can I put him on my shoulders? Oh, okay. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, weirdo. Yeah. And can he take off his shirt? Yeah. What? That's not really... What was weird was then he... Had... Well, it was, it was uh, Spider-Man. They didn't own him at the And then time. she... Yeah. So he put him on... He, put, he puts Edison on his shoulders, and your wife says, could you turn him around the other way? Yeah, exactly. And then, and then... <laughs> shake it. And a lot of weird... There's a kiddie pool with Jello. I don't know what was weird. happening. So yeah, and then after that, they went down to Bethesda Fountain, where they were filming a lot of right. the, the end scenes from the movie. Yeah. 
and they're on one side of the barricade and they see all these famous people and my wife asks the security guard, can we, my son, get a picture with Captain America? And he says, oh, he's a big fan, is he? And she's like, he's got the shield, idiot. And he's like, well, look what you're wearing. And she looks down and she's wearing a shirt that says, I only date superheroes. And she's like, I'd forgotten I wore it and I've never felt more like a nerd in my life. She was wearing a t-shirt that had two fried eggs on it. Yeah, <laughs> it was the rock solid logo. <laughs> so, so, uh, so he lets her on the other side of the, the barricade. They walk over. They're like 20 feet away. There's Robert Downey Jr. There's Chris Evans talking to each other. There's this woman standing there and they're really nervous. And they know what to do and the security guard's waiting. And this woman shouts, hey, Chris. And Chris Evans stops everything he's doing, and he turns and he sees Edison, and he's like, well, what is And he it? stops because the woman is his mom. It's his mom, yeah. So. Chris, could you get over here and take a picture with this kid? <laughs> wow, it's uncanny. That's Lisa, Lisa Evans. Uh, is it? Yeah. His yeah. dad's Bob Evans. Okay. From the sausage. <laughs> and so he comes over. So and he comes over, he talks to Edison, and yeah. he gets a bunch of pictures. And then, like, the next week, it was, some of the pictures were online, and then it went away. And then the movie was about to come out, and then the so pictures great. started showing up again. And yeah. uh, I actually went to a website where there was the picture of him on the shoulders, and it was September in New York, mm-hmm. which is kind of hottish. And my son's wearing Crocs and all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. I, and there were all these, like, the kids wearing Crocs. Fuck him. And all these horrible things saying about a five-year-old. Oh, so so I, stupid. So I made this Online? Of, online. <laughs> Hilarious. So, so I, you I, engaged? I engaged. And then people were like, how did this happen? So I wrote up the entire story. And you can, like I said, five-year-old Avenger. You can find it. Excellent. I've heard the story so cool. twice tonight. <laughs> and and you've hated it both times. Get ready for number three. And it put me to sleep both times. Now, and, then, and I don't know who the fuck Loki is or who the Loki other guy is was. Thor's half-brother. Who yeah, is you son of the a villain. bitch. What are you talking about? You don't know who Loki is. I don't Loki know who Loki is. is. He's Loki. the fucking studliest villain in, in the Marvel Universe. Okay. And Cinematic. Cinematic. Cinematic Whoa. Universe. Then who's the other guy you were talking about? Chris Evans is Captain America. No, not Chris Evans. The other guy. Thor. The other guy. Loki. Tom Nick Hiddleston. Fury? What? Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Oh, he plays Loki? Loki. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. You know there's a quiz after this, right? Yeah, I thought we were talking you two. <laughs> we're we're going we're gonna to talk. Right. Gonna, I just you, left the dork force. Are you talking you two to sands. us four? Is hey, what I should call this episode. That's a good name for a show. <laughs> so, um, be clever. so that's a great story. I, I got to tell you, it would be so... Like, I've always thought about... Now, we talked about Kiss and Maria hates Kiss and I get it, but it would be so awesome to like have your picture taken with a member of Kiss in their full makeup, sure, or or, or to have yeah. um, have a picture of yourself taken with David Lee Roth with hair. I mean, it would just be so <laughs> crazy. But no, or having a picture taken with Paul Stanley in talent. <laughs> That's not cool. <laughs> That's crazy. There he is. I wrote so many great songs. Strutter, <laughs> Psycho Circus. <laughs> Who plays uh, Paul Stanley? I forget. Who plays Thor? Tom Hiddleston. Oh, oh who, no, no, who plays Hans- Loki? I'm Chris, sorry. Well, Chris Hemsworth <laughs> and Tom Hiddleston. Who plays Captain America again? Oh, that's Chris Evans. Uh, and who plays uh, who plays uh, Star Lord? Star Lord. That's Chris Pratt. A lot of Chris. He's great. Star Lord. Isn't he your new guitar player? Oh, I love Star Lord. No, I'm Star Child. Oh, right, 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 right. Who else is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> well, there's the guy that plays Nick Fury. Oh, that's Samuel L. Jackson. That's right. <laughs> I love Black Widow, though. She's hot. Oh, that's Scarlett Johansson. She's great. She's hot. I feel like I'm at a Gallagher concert. I'm getting so wet <laughs> right now. Not in a good way. This oh, is Robert gross. Downey Jr. I don't like him so much. There's no S's in his name. Who's, no. Who's the guy in Superman who you have to say his name backwards so he'll appear? Mr. Mixoplex. <laughs> 
Do I get, do I get any nerd cred on that one? How do you yeah. know that? Actually, you say it backwards so he disappears yeah. back to the fifth okay. dimension. Not so he appears. How do we say this conversation backwards? Mary, you have to say it backwards. And if Joel Schumacher had done a Superman movie, Mr. Mixelplex would have definitely made an appearance. Him and Batmite would have had a movie together. Okay, let's get wow. this. Let's Bat- get this banging around. Let, <laughs> let's get this nipples. Uh, Kyle, what are you up to? Great. Okay, so <laughs> let's learn. Kyle, about you were Kyle. in the emergency room last night. Yeah, not for me. Because you had a kidney infection. I did not have a kidney. infection. Who had a kidney infection? Marissa did. Yes, Marissa, yes, you did. Tomai. Yep. I oh. love Marissa, <laughs> uh, and she's okay though. They yeah, gave her they, Cipro. They know she had Cipro and it didn't work, so they gave her like. Penicillin? No, Keflex. <laughs> Keflex? That's great. That was originally Ace's character. He was Keflex. We didn't get it. Ace sucks. Okay, so, uh, okay. How's Marissa doing? Is she doing better? Yeah, she's fine. Marissa and I bonded a lot at your barbecue, so I feel like... Yeah, those pictures are creepy. <laughs> what, of her coming on to me? Yeah, I was uncomfortable. Wow. You have, like, these big, giant, like, Elton John sunglasses on and then a baseball cap. Uh-huh. You came so you were a single dad that day. You came solo. I did. I rolled solo. Rolled to the barbecue solo. A lot of single dads came. Not single dads, but they, people guys <laughs> left their families at home and came. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. Why? Oh my. She didn't what? want to come. She doesn't like me. Now, my my son Frank still naps in the afternoon, right. so that's why. So she stayed. I had Frank in the morning. Took him to a mm. parade, and then right. she took over, and I came to Pat's, and then. Couldn't get Marissa off me. There's a song called I Love a Parade. That uh-huh. couldn't be further from the truth. I, I love a parade. I. What about no. you? No. no. Aaron, As a matter no. of fact, no. I found out this time around, I cry at parades. Why? I don't know. I found it very emotional. Did someone touch you inappropriately at a parade once when you were little? No. I, no. I just, I found it very, very, I don't know. Maybe I was feeling very patriotic that day. My son was there. I don't know. I got a little misty. God bless America. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love this country. Wow. All right. Why are you sorry you love it, though? Because uh, apparently you three don't. What? <laughs> so one of us is... I hate an American parade, is what <laughs> Pat Francis just said. That's his new musical. <laughs> I hate an American so, parade. So Thanksgiving this year, you're going to turn on the Macy's Day Parade. And yeah. just ball to an you're inflatable Bart Simpson. Really <laughs> Cry like a pussy. Everybody's waving the flags. Everybody's dressed in red, white, and blue. It's Santa Monica, so it's very community yeah, oriented. Yeah. Like and, a cult. Right. and you could, you know, yeah. little sections of town can right. do their own floats. How and are stuff. those Saudi Arabian parades? Yeah, uh, very quiet. <laughs> and, and you and will and like indoors, and you will like them, or else. <laughs> I have a set of skills. <laughs> I'm going to come over and I'm going to rescue you from Saudi Arabia. Uh, no, I'm okay. here now. It's okay. Oh, okay. Elsewhere. Okay. So here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to talk about the band U2 because Murray. Yes. Admittedly, U2 is your favorite band. Yeah, U2 is definitely my favorite band. And Aaron, admittedly... Smash Mouth. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Sounded like you wanted Murray to punch you in the face. I did. You I just did. told him to smash you in the mouth. I did. Hey, he's an all-star. U2. And, uh, and, I'm, a, and I'm, I'm a big fan of U2. I, uh, it's, it, it's a four-piece band with just guitar, drums, bass, and a vocalist, and maybe the vocalist sometimes will strap on an acoustic for whatever. Not reason. anymore. No. Nope. No. Good. But thanks, um, bicycle. <laughs> but that's that's like my favorite combo of a band. I love you know you uh-huh. two and Cheap Trick and Queen. I love I love just a four piece band for sure. some reason. I I really do. So um 
So that's our show. Right. And, uh, <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to go through. We're going to talk about uh, when we've seen you two for the, you two for the first time. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about uh, when we first became aware of them, and we're going to go chronologically through the albums and play uh, some of our favorite songs from these uh, from these albums. So didn't uh, uh, Aaron have a question on our first round yes, of this? Yes. I'm afraid to ask it because then it'll shut everything off. No, no, no. <laughs> go, 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 this, I, I was what's just curious. This button do? <laughs> <laughs> Can I pull this plug out? Uh, I was curious when everyone became uh, fans of of the band. When? Never. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was Kyle wondering. Kyle is on a long road. To everyone but Kyle became fans of the band. Um, let me see, Kyle. You were born. You were born between the Rattle and Hum and Octung Baby. So he's oh maybe God. too young to get into. Wow. Eighty nine. Horrible names for <laughs> albums. Wow. He's, he's that young. Yep. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. I, I actually, if you, Dude, who drove you here? <laughs> Is your mom picking you up? If I, if I'm listening to you two, I'm generally listening to Octung Baby. Yeah. And uh, forward. Forward. I rarely listen to anything uh, before Joshua Tree because you've heard. It Although so Unforgettable m- Fire is one of my favorites. because you've heard it so much. No, it's just when I really, really got into that's it. like because because you know I'd gotten into I'd, I'd seen yeah. him earlier on. I saw him on mm-hmm. Unforgettable Fire for the first yeah. time, my first concert, by the way. Oh, nice. And but for some reason, come Octung Baby, that's when I really started getting into yeah. him deep. And I'd seen him every tour since then. Yeah. But for some reason, I really got into it from Kyle. There. What was your first concert? Neil Diamond. <laughs> okay, and what was your second concert? Uh, we saw Christopher Cross at a uh, <laughs> at, at the unemployment at, line. At, no, at, <laughs> at, uh, at Bland Park. Okay, okay, <laughs> aptly named. What, what was yeah. your What was your third? Was that the Sailing 2004 tour? What, what, was, uh, what was your What was your third me, concert? No, I don't even think it was a tour. I think he was, was just as a fan. He just, was there playing he just for put money. His hat out, <laughs> busking. What was oh, your third concert? It was uh, Cheap Trick and Aerosmith. Oh, oh, what go. was your fourth one? Uh, Poison and Kiss. What? Okay, Gary, I wanted to get Kiss out. There we go. <laughs> thought your first one was Poison kiss. and Kiss. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's yeah. good show. It's a lot of makeup. Front, front row. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of makeup in that yeah. show. He's front row. Front row. Me and, by me and my mom. Yeah. You and your mom. <laughs> that show is. Was not, it embarrassing when your mom flashed her tits? <laughs> it must have been awkward. That show is. Not, actually, she just flashed the new Rock Solid logo. <laughs> that show is nothing but a good time. No. <laughs> All right. So uh, you asked me when I first became aware of you uh, two. I think I was aware of them uh, probably with um, I will follow when I saw that uh-huh. on uh, when I saw that on MTV because I was as soon as MTV came on and we and we had it at the house. I was glued to it. Right. And at the time, I thought, oh, that's a great song. But I also thought this could easily be a band that I'll never hear another thing mm-hmm. for. They could easily have gone by the wayside and I would have just been like, Oh, I remember that one hit wonder that remember that one song I will follow. Right. And then, uh, and then I think Gloria was the next, uh, next album. Mm-hmm. And then, but I really got into them with the, with the war album. That right. was the one that I really got. What into. was the let it be video? I don't think I've ever seen the let it be video. Let it be. Not let it be. <laughs> it I will follow. I will follow. I have no idea what's going on. It's with a performance. It's, it's like a performance video in a club, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. Bono is like maybe a white shirt by, on. A big by the way, while you were saying hair. that, Murray was taking his time to balance that paperclip on top of his <laughs> microphone. I couldn't care less about the, his the favorite show. band, his favorite band, yeah. or the show. He's so glad so, you're focused. So bored <laughs> out of his skull. It's crazy. Come on, that's pretty impressive. Though. Kyle, flash your balanced. Tits. It's yeah, it's Murray, great. Take a picture of it, Kyle, so people can see. It's on foam. It's balanced. Because I remember the, the the songs that turned me on to you two on MTV were Gloria and Two Hearts Beat as One, right. the videos with them playing on the barge and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I don't remember the uh, 
the I will follow video. Yeah, I think it's club, and then but I also think there's one that's like all white. Hold on, we're pausing oh, for a oh, picture. Yeah, here we go. This is great this is uh, radio. I know, right? This is far from radio. <laughs> radio, there's people who have it made. I can't. You got a good picture of it? Yeah. I don't right. need to take one. Okay. <laughs> if this was radio, we'd have already played New Year's Day five times. Oh, we would, we would have been fired. Um, <laughs> they would have replaced this mid show. Yeah. All right, I'm just going to Google okay. the U2's and, Let It Be video. Sure. And then, Aaron, when did you become aware of U2 for the first time? Uh, I was aware of them in high school. I think um, Pride was being played a lot on mm-hmm. TV, but I hated the band. I hated them. Interesting. Wow, interesting. Um, and I just thought they were annoying and that the singer was always whining about stuff. Yeah, uh, and yeah. then I was on a school trip from D.C. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a girl on the bus and, I, and there was a band, a band called Yes?, and, mm. I, and I said, uh, do you have the new Yes album? On, and she's like, oh, yeah, I do. What, what was that? Was that the one with uh, Owner of Lonely Heart? 90214, no, Big Generator. I don't even remember okay. what it Big was. Big Generator was what it was. But she's like, I've also got the new uh, U2 album, the Joshua Tree. And, I, she go, and she had taken it from her LP. And she's mm-hmm. like, and here's the lyrics. I'm like, why do you carry the lyrics around with you? So I listened to about two songs on Yes. And then like, I think I threw up on the person in front of me. <laughs> and then I said, well, let me listen to this Joshua Tree. And I'm reading the lyrics while I'm listening to it. And I was just like, holy shit, this is, am- this is amazing. Yeah. The, the writing and the music mm-hmm. and the, the, the visceral experience I was having with it. And I, I had a friend, I told her, I said, I'm, I'm really liking this band, you too. And she's like, oh, that's great. And she goes, well, then you have to go back to the beginning. And she made me go to the record store. Yeah. Yes, a record store and get more in October. What? So yeah, so then I just I really got into them and and, and just, here we are. And I could see the ev- the evolution of the band from where they started to mm-hmm. where they became. That's why cuz my two favorite bands are the Beatles and U2 and only until recently did I realize that U2 I like U2 more than I like the Beatles is because the Beatles broke up before I was born. Right. I've watched U2 go yeah. from not being the first time I saw them they couldn't sell out a Brendan Byrne Arena, right. you know, and there were still people with super like you know with liberty spikes and mohawks yeah. and stuff and so i've gone from seeing them there to hundred thousand at a, a rose bowl right you know? so i got to i got to see them grow i think that's why i like them more than i like the beatles that's cool nice and um first uh first concert you saw was was you two on the unforgettable fire unforgettable tour? fire i paid twenty dollars in the parking lot for fifth row uh wow. long justice opened yeah it was, I, it, oh, it was yeah. a jimmy that Iovine was, band yeah. also and that's the first time I saw them was uh, on that tour with Lone Justice. Okay. I saw them at the Pittsburgh Civic Arena. I probably saw them the next night if I was at Brennan yeah. Burn Arena. Right, exactly. <laughs> and what tour did you see them first on? Zoo TV. Indoor. Nice. Cool. Second show of the tour. Yeah. Excellent. That was crazy. Redefined redefined stadium rock, man, that show. Absolutely. For sure. Let's play some music or something. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to play your intro? Well, no, now we have already intro. Oh, no, no. Murray no, brought no, an no, intro. Yeah, <laughs> no, Murray, Murray made this intro. <laughs> Murray brought an intro, so let's hear it. Okay, shh, everyone call. We're an Irish fan. We come from Dublin City, Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's your ringer? That's pretty great. <laughs> I, meant to, I was having audio problems, and I meant to get the whole uh, intro from their live aid. <laughs> Uh, show, but it cut off. Well, the next time you're having audio problems, just balance also a paperclip on top of your mic. <laughs> <laughs> Fix everything right. Uh, you'll notice we've had no audio problems since. That's true, because oh. Kyle's doing his job. And your face, Francis. Also, for anyone keeping track, that intro was three seconds. <laughs> I think we could play it at least four more times. <laughs> yeah, you, we should double track that to just keep playing over and over and over. Uh, what about what about Ace Freely? Did he like that intro? Sure, baby. All right, let's play it one more time. <laughs> and then maybe Lenny Kravitz can say something to Murray. We're an Irish band. We come from Dublin City, Ireland. <laughs> they come from Dublin City? Dublin City, Ireland. Let's do this. I'm going to, normally I would let the 
guest play the first song, but mm-hmm. it, but then that makes me second and Murray third. So let's we'll let you mind if Murray starts. I don't mind at all. I'm, okay. I'll walk out. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going to start with 1980s boy. Uh, Steve Lillard produced it. This is their first single. This is one of my favorite U2 songs. Still, this is out of control. Okay. Uh, turn it up. <laughs> So Kyle, let me ask you, do you like that? I do, but I find the early album covers so infuriating to look at that I can't <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> you don't like it's the album's called Boy. It's got a boy on it. It's weird. He it looks like he Would you like it better if that boy was on Chris <laughs> Evans' shoulders? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well that was actually that was actually my first song too. Oh great. Because they that was actually um in the set list when I just saw them on the most recent tour mm-hmm. they played it. And I was like Oh, I haven't heard this song for the longest time. Yeah, it's a great song, isn't and, it? Yeah, it's a great song. Um, it's what the way I like the the way they structure their uh, concerts now and have for the last few tours is they open with the song off the album, right? And then the second slot is usually slated for an early "Out of Control," the Electrico, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Ocean, something like yeah, that. Yeah, when I saw them, they played. Uh, I forget what they opened with, but then they went right into a uh, Holly Jolly Christmas. Yes, <laughs> yes. So yeah, they play yes. they play like an old song off right? their, Chris, off their Christmas slot. album. Said Burl Ives yeah. Stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, what okay, did you we, bring? <laughs> a lot so, of so what was your runner runner up then? My runner up is a song called "A Day Without Me." Let's hear it. Okay, off which album? <laughs> <laughs> the Let I it love be this album. guitar, man. Yeah, very funny. How old's Larry Mullen here? About 16, 17? Yeah. Seven. Playing with a click track. You can point to Kyle yeah, when you, you want him to take it. Oh, yeah. I did not really. And just go like this. Whatever finger you want to use. It's, it's like the most condescending thing we do in the show. But <laughs> You have to stroke his face. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I just love that because you, that song because you hear um, the use of the Memory Man echo pedal. Mm-hmm. And you can really like, you can hear him kind of starting to play around with it a little bit more, and, uh, which obviously has become his signature sound. So. Now, I say, I always say, and I always say this, people quote me. <laughs> I always say the best guitars are the ones that have a sound that as soon as you hear it, you know who it is. I agree, and, 100%. And, and the Edge has that. Yes. Yeah. Brian May from Queen has that. Yes. Yeah. Um, David Gilmore from Pink Floyd. David Gilmore has it. Even Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van yeah. Halen has it. Sure, yeah. sure. So uh, Boy is not an album I listen to a lot. I never did. Mm-hmm. I, I, I own the deluxe two-disc uh, set. Ooh. <laughs> it's very fancy. 
<laughs> but uh, I just don't. It's not one I go to a lot. And mm-hmm. I don't know why. What about you guys? Do you guys give that a spin often? Every so often. Hey yeah. guys, what do you do? <laughs> I like to listen to boy sometimes. It's fun. <laughs> I give it a spin, but like I said earlier, if, if I'm when I'm sitting down to listen to a U2 album, it's either going to be Octung Baby or After. Right. But so I don't really visit War or, or Boy very often. Okay. But I like it. Like Unforg- uh, Unforgettable Fire. Um, Out of Control is like one of my is my one of my top five favorite songs. That yeah, that was exciting to hear that in the set. Uh, 1981 <laughs> October. Was this released in October? Kyle? Oh, good, good question. Yeah. Good question. So October, uh, Murray. Well, I'm sorry, I'm surprised Hi. nobody brought. I will follow. Well, I think I think it's an obvious choice, yeah. so maybe that's why we avoided it. This is the first song I really remember hearing and seeing of you two, mm-hmm. and I saw the video. Okay, and um, this is Gloria. Awesome. I love it. Opening track. So good live, too, man. This album is also produced by Steve Lillywhite. So what song did you pick, uh, Mr. Aaron Gould? Uh, I chose the song Rejoice because of the guitar in the very, very beginning. All right. Are we going to take it from the... T- but jump jump 30 seconds. In. <laughs> <laughs> so glad I came here. I hate this guitar. Interesting trivia about this album. Uh, it's, the title was October. It was re- actually released in the month of October. I got to say, I'm really digging uh, Adam Clayton's bass work on this early stuff. Man. Yeah, yeah, he's a great bass player. He's really, I like, I think when people talk about bassists, they, I don't know that his name comes up. Mm-hmm. I, think he, I, don't, I think his early stuff was very simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, lines, definitely. But he's, I think as they got more into like Octung and stuff like that, mm-hmm. he became much more I mean, he was, in, in, in this past tour, it, it was phenomenal, his bass playing. Yeah, it's it really stepped amazing. up. Amazing. Yeah. But I do like that simple kind of root, mm-hmm. root bass uh, playing. For, I think it's got a driving yeah. on the quarter notes and stuff. I, I, I really like that kind of bass playing. Uh, I brought I Fall Down. Okay. Oh, okay. Because as I get older, I find myself falling down more mm. than I ever did when huh. I was younger. Too bad they don't have a song called I Ramble. What? You wrote the letter, said you were going to get there someday. 
I tell you what, man, these early discs are going to go into heavy rotation. I was just going to say that. Over the next few weeks Play a couple songs, and then you're like, oh, I'm back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That was my runner-up, by the way, that song. Oh, it was? Yeah. So now we go to war. Now, this is the big big breakthrough. Yeah. And for me, I would say this is the first classic U2 album. I think this is the first one where they had their their first biggest, biggest Biggest, biggest hits, biggest, biggest exposure. The biggest, biggest... Uh, they sell. Uh, they go for. It's selling, the first one that charted on the uh, on the top Billboard 100. And it goes. They go. They sell nine million copies of this thing worldwide, uh, four times platinum in the U.S. So this is War. And what did you bring for us, Murray? Um, this was 1983. Well, I'm gonna go with. Uh, <sighs> I'm gonna go with 40, because this is the song they ended with the first time I saw them, okay. and it's it, it's a it's a great song. It's a very moving song. If you if you saw it on this last tour. Um, it's taken from Psalm 40, I believe, mm-hmm. is the passage in the Bible. And they switch instruments. Yep. Uh, All right, cool. Adam plays guitar and the Edge plays bass. And then we'll be reading from the Bible <laughs> after this. And we'll and take ba- it off. And Bono breaks bottles. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Good bass there. Great snapping. I saw the first time on the Unforgettable Fire Tour. I, they, they they walk off one by one when they play this yeah. song, and yeah. they leave Larry on the drums, and then he walks off, and then the whole all of Brendan Byrne Arena sang it mm-hmm. in the arena, out to the parking lot, into the cars. It was a pretty cool moment. That's excellent. And I think this starts a uh, a trend they have on their albums where they start to put these kind of religious or or Bible or God themed songs as their last song. Which I just kind of noticed as I was putting this together. Mm, like you have forty here, you have Yahweh later on down the road. You have Grace yeah. later on Wake down the road. Dead man. Wake up, dead man. Yep. So they kind of tag it on the end there. That's for Jesus, right? Wake up, dead man. Yeah. Get up. Yo. Come on, man. Hey. Uh, Ringy dingy. It's been three days. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. What are you going to sleep all weekend? <laughs> Hide the eggs. What? What do you got for us? Aaron? Where's my chocolate bunny? What do you got for us, Aaron? Uh, I'm. I'm it's an obvious choice, but I can't not mention how great New Year's Day is. It's right. just it's just a kick-ass song. I listen mm-hmm. to this once a year, this song. <laughs> really? Yeah. On Halloween? No. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
It started as it started. I forgot. There's like started. a 37-minute intro. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, are, you starting, are you starting all your songs from the beginning? Uh, no. Okay, good. Good deal. That's good. Not anymore. <laughs> I'll be in the parking lot. I picked, uh, I went with Two Hearts Beat as this well. This is what, I well, uh, love uh, it so much. New Year's Day was their highest ranking song so far, and it went to number 53 on U.S. Billboard. They just busted that tune out for the first time in like 26 years yeah, at, you, Madison, you posted, at Madison Square Garden. You posted that on uh, Facebook. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, no problem. Um, you guys might disagree, but uh, for me, the first three albums uh, like all fit together for me. Mm-hmm. Like They all kind of have a similar... Even though War breaks them out and expands mm-hmm. the universe a little bit, I still always hold those three albums like uh, uh, together yeah. because the next album... Uh, the Unforgettable Fire is when they start working with uh, Brian Eno and Daniel, Daniel Lenoir. Yeah. Well, yes, did, didn't I send you a thing? You would ask me about uh, one of the albums, mm-hmm. which I, I think we're going to get to later. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, if we're if we are doing all the albums, yeah. Um, uh, about my theory that they do albums and trilogies, even if they don't. Really oh yeah, realize yeah. You did, it. Yes, you did tell me that. Yeah. So I think I want to hear that theory. So I think that the first three albums are the Boy to Man trilogy. Disagree. It's uh, <laughs> great. <laughs> um, so it's basically them coming to you know. In terms of the world, for mm-hmm. the, of the world, and the, the third trilogy would be Unforgettable Joshua and Rattler, which is kind of the Discovering America trilogy. Mm-hmm. And then for the next one, I think it's a little bit more uh, story driven. I think there's a, some, some sort of story going on there. And then mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think the the albums are definitely there's a st- story, the beginning, middle, and end. Oh, I albums. can see that. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Agree or disagree, Murray? We'll go around the table. I'm on the fence. Okay. Can you come back to me? I'm going to hold my thumb sideways because yeah. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I think you're right. I think you're onto something there. Even though they don't, they they not intentionally right. trilogies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I think they have yeah. something to say. They say it in three albums, and they move on to the next. So we're moving on to the Unforgettable Fire, which is the first time Murray ever saw first concert ever. First concert I ever saw, <clears throat> and first time I saw them in concert. And uh, this album, uh, this is one of my favorite U two albums. This is a great Fire. album. This is a really great album. And uh, what do you got from it, Murray? It has my favorite U2 song. Uh, one of my favorite U2 songs, but definitely up there, um, which is Bad. But I figured one of you guys brought it. Well, let me see. I did not. I did not. No? It was. It then was, let's play it. Okay, great. Don't assume what we're going to bring. Why don't you wow. be quiet? Twist and turn away. Tear yourself into
10. Sorry. <laughs> Fair use allows us to play 90 seconds. After that, we got to cut it off. <laughs> I didn't want to exactly end Exactly 90 seconds. I was enjoying it very fantastic. much. When, uh, uh, one of the nights I saw him this uh, last tour, uh, their tour manager, 33 years, died of a heart attack uh, between the first night and the second night. So on the second night, it was a and really... And then they canceled the tour, right? And the tour's done. Done. Forget it. Never play live again. Um, they didn't know where they were staying? Nope. They didn't know, they they didn't know how to get off the tour. The tour took They're a left like a, turn in Albuquerque. That's why they were there for five no nights. Idea. Yeah, they, they, didn't didn't they didn't know where to go. They didn't know where to go. Yeah, good, that's a good point, Kyle. Kyle's right. <laughs> wow. Uh, so it was a very emotional night. To, and uh, I, I, I've seen him so many times, and, and I know the, the guitars the Edge plays, and he was playing the Black Strat on one of the songs, and I turned to my wife. My wife comes to one show because I yeah, go see them all. she's a normal person. <laughs> she's go to seven shows in a row. I go see them all. She comes with one and then my U2 wife, my Suzanne Dillingham, yeah. who's Hallie Cohen, she comes yeah. to all the U2 shows with And your, your wife is mad at you then for four nights in a row. No, she understands. This was happening before Mary. So, but she does like, when she found out I wasn't going to the fish, she's like, good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought but, you told me that she said, really, four no, she's five. She's like, really five? Because I was going to all five. Let me ask you. Did this. she wear the Bono shirt you bought her? What would be the number? <laughs> what would be the number of shows to where you go? I can't do that. I can't go to eight. Oh, I, I can't, don't know. I, don't I know. can't go to eleven. I don't know. Five was five was a lot. Five's a lot. And Apparently I did. It was five because he only went to four. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and right. I didn't That'd go. The limit. <clears throat> I would have gone, but I was I was going on the road to work Vegas the following week, oh, and we I hadn't go. put my you know comedy I'd, talk. In Vegas, when you work Vegas, you're working seven nights. Fuck yeah, man! You're in Vegas, baby. So I hadn't seen my kid, and so I just decided. You hey, know when what? you go to Vegas, I'm going to continue baby, the story because you fucking asked. When you go to Vegas, baby, you forget about having a wife and kid because what happens there fucking stays there, man. Double down. <laughs> you're you're so story. money. You're an idiot. Um, <laughs> no, go, go no, So I didn't go because I was I missed my family. I didn't go, and that night I was sitting there. I was like, oh, man, I really wish man. I would go in. You were sitting there looking at your family, thinking, I would see yeah, these my kid. My kid went to day. bed at seven thirty, and my wife went to bed at eight. And I'm like, you, I'm like they're just going out? on right why now. Why you sneak out? You <laughs> live. You don't I'm live right that by far the forum. The forum. I anyway, it was a very emotional concert. Do you want to give your address out? Yeah. So people yeah. already know that you live close to the forum. I live in I live in Calabasas. Is it Calabasas? Where do you live? Woodland Thousand Hills. At Woodland, Hills? Woodland Hills. Same thing. Thousand Hills. <laughs> what song did you I'm not going to continue. I played my song. Oh, you did? Yeah, I just tried to tell three different stories and didn't finish any of them. I didn't let you finish any. <laughs> That's my fault. Um, for me, U2... <laughs> yes, it is. It is. <laughs> for me, U2 is a winter band. <clears throat> this is a band that I listen to more often in the fall and winter than I, I, I don't really bust them out in the summer. That's interesting. A lot of bands like that, for, like for me, Counting Crows is like a fall and winter band too. I don't know why. I don't know what, why that is for me personally. But I don't know. What do you guys? What do you think? I'm, I'm all year round. But I'll, t- I'll take. Uh, they might be your favorite band then if you're listening to them all year round. Uh, the second, second okay. favorite, obviously. So what do you month. what do you got from uh, uh, Unforgettable well, Fire? Real quick, I just because Bad is mm-hmm. such uh, an amazing song that when I saw the movie Rattle and Hum, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's an um, uh, incredible version of that song in there. Sure. And I saw the movie a bunch of times in the theater, and I saw it with my dad. We had like a kind of a, a rough relationship. Mm-hmm. But he, I had left a Joshua Tree tape in the car one day, and he's okay. like, did you leave this shit in the car? I'm like, yeah. He's like, this is amazing. Like, you know, <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is great shit. And yeah. then he pulled out your, your, some pot and said, this is amazing shit, too. Yeah, that's great yeah. shit. Uh, Kyle gave it to me. He's not born yet. But, um, so then we went to go see Rattle and Hum. Cool. And, and you'd see the film, and people would be kind of chattering. And every single fucking time that song came on, 
everybody shut the hell up yeah. in yeah. the theater until the rest of the movie for the rest of the movie. So it's just a, there's something very powerful about it. Yeah, as a matter of fact, they don't play that song every concert. They don't they don't play it. Yeah. They only ha- uh, save it for really special occasions. And they played it the night their uh, tour manager died, and uh, which is what I was getting at because he was yeah. the Edge was playing this Black Strat, and I turned to my wife. I'm like, oh, they might play Bad tonight because mm. he plays it on the Black Strat. And they took he took his guitar off to switch guitars, mm. and I'm like, oh shit, we're not going to hear it tonight. And then Bono's like called the Edge over and called like a an impromptu meeting, and they brought those black strap back, and they played bad. Do you think it went like this? Get that fucking strat back here, and you fucking play that bad song. Listen, Mister the Edge. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> sick and tired of your nickname. <laughs> enough uh, is enough. So the song that I brought from this album is the uh, the the first cut, sort of homecoming. I think it just totally announces to the to the listener like this is a new sound. We're doing yes. a whole new mm-hmm. thing now. Absolutely. Yeah, the and first cut's always the deepest, and yeah. it's just. Uh, <laughs> Cat Stevens taught us that. <laughs> Did he? Uh, yeah, so there you go. Sort of Homecoming? Sort of Homecoming. Yep. I yeah. love this song. That's what I brought, too, so let's oh, hear you it. Yeah. Oh, nobody brought an Unforgettable Fire. Oh, this is my brother. <laughs> I think the order we're playing these songs is fucking us up a little bit. I think I should start, and then you guys, since you, have, since you each have three. Okay. Listen to Adam starting to move around a little bit. And you know it's time to go through the sleet and Turn it up. Kyle cranking it up. Oh, I only have one headphone in. I don't want to turn these songs off. <laughs> I'm just going to let you tell them when to turn it down because I could just listen to the whole thing. So. Kyle, turn it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, this song. is this is definitely the, a new a new sound for them with new producers, mm-hmm. and they it feels well. When you get Brian Eno in there, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna do some experimentation. Yeah. As a matter of fact, with Bad, I think it was Eno who just said, "We want to play with two chords." Uh, let's just play a song with just two chords, and you do that, and it's one of the, their most powerful songs. Yeah. And this might be an album where the people that love the first three albums might say, "This this album doesn't. They're not rocking anymore." Absolutely, you know yeah. what I mean? Because it's a it's a different, more mature mm-hmm. sound, but it's got great. I mean, Pride in the Name of Love, yeah, Unforget Wire, Unforgettable Fire, Fourth of July, Elvis Presley in America. I mean, it's great. Yeah, great, a, great songs on this. In Pride was uh, obviously probably one of their biggest hits. That was their yeah. first. Yeah, that absolutely. was their first hit to break. Still, we're in the fourth album. Still, no top ten hit in America. Mm-hmm. Pride uh, broke forty, but I don't think how I uh, didn't break the top ten. Yeah, that's amazing. But they're they're now they're a huge arena band now. Yeah. Well, I still they're arena band, but like I said, they still weren't sold out when I saw them on this. When tour. I saw them, I think they were sold out. <clears throat> and then, uh, yeah, I'm going to say they were sold out. All right. All right. Well, when I saw them, they weren't. There's nothing else to do in out. You know what? This was in Pittsburgh. I'm trying to think. uh, You know, that's that's a good question because I don't know. I don't know if I took note of like if the. I mean, I just. I don't know if I took note of if the arena was full or not. I remember because the four seats next to me were empty. No, and then people moved in because I was like fifth row. Fifth Mm -hmm. row, by the way, twenty bucks. 
Wow. That's From a scalper. Great. I was way, way far back. Way. Didn't know it was B-Y-O-T. Bring, Bring your own telescope. <laughs> it's an old David Spade joke <laughs> about you two going to see you two. It, it is. It is old. <laughs> joke. Uh, we don't even use telescopes. What's anymore. up? What's up, Aaron? I was just going to say you had mentioned a song that you said nobody brought. Oh yeah, we should hear it because that was my runner-up. Oh, okay, play. Let's it. hear it. It's the unforgettable is, fire, and probably start not at the beginning. Oh uh, yeah, I have it queued up because. I, I, oh, he's got it. Yeah. Whoa. yeah. His order was messed up, but he's queued. People ask me like why why U two is one of my favorite why U two is my favorite band and I, I feel like I can say it on this show because uh, Pat France is such a pussy we all know that they're one of the only bands that like edit can make me cry mm-hmm. like I remember seeing this for the first time that uh, live at uh, the three hundred and sixty tour seeing it live for the first time and it got it got really emotional it got a little choked up mm-hmm. interesting uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying right now. So it's, but only uh, from the mistakes I made in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so three years later, we have uh, uh, another masterpiece. I feel like I should have brought a laptop. Everybody's got a laptop at me. Yeah. I'm looking up a... Uh, Do you want to sit in my lap? And then you'll be on top? Wow. Mm. It's tempting. And here's why I'm going to pass. I'm more of a What's lap up? bottom. I'm going to go first for this next album. I'm going to tell you why. Because what the fuck? Yeah, right? Uh, so no, Joshua Tree, this is now, this is another masterpiece. In my opinion, War, Unforgettable Fire, Joshua Tree, these are all like stellar albums, top to bottom. Okay, whatever. I mean, look, if I could say this, this Joshua Tree sold some copies. What? Yeah, how many did it sell, Pat? No, it sold 25 million worldwide. It went uh, 10 million in the U.S. alone. And the song I brought is, uh, it's still, I still love this song. It's an obvious choice, but it's the first number one single for them in the U.S. Yeah. And it's With or Without You. Mm-hmm. And I still love this song. Through the storm we reached the shore You gave it all but I want more And I'm waiting for you With or without you I hated this song when it came out. Did you really? Oh, I love it so this much. hated this song when it came oh, out. I hate it now. <laughs> <laughs> and now I look forward to seeing it live. Yeah. This album starts out with just the, the triple, well, four in a row, Where the Streets Have No Name, I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For, With or Without You, Bullet the Blue Sky. I mean, that is a strong... I, I actually think the album then tapers off a little bit because it, it starts so strong. 
Oh, I disagree. I think some of, I think some of their shining what. shining songs did not get a lot of airplay, like mm-hmm. uh, 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 "In God's Country," "Trip okay. Through Your Wires." Yep. "Running to Stand Still" is my fav- one of my favorite U two songs. Yeah. Right. I think it, uh, I was in high school when this came out. Yeah, and it, this was the that song was the turning point for me. And I'm in the I'm, with or without you. Yeah, that was the one where I was like, oh, there's something different going on here mm-hmm. than they normally do. And and I was like, I kind of like that song, but I still may, held on to my oh, I hate this band, they suck. And then heard the whole album and was like, wow, I was really wrong. And as far as videos go, I know a lot of bands can look back and be like, oh boy, that video. I don't know what we were thinking. But I think the U2 videos are still hold up. I I, uh, I have the video compilations on DVD. 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 I love DVD. <laughs> Thank you, Elvis. Look, I mean, we love DVD. But uh, I think their videos are still still hold up and are still pretty cool to look at. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff happening there. Who is, do you know uh, who directed uh, I don't any know of the, the videos? I don't know uh, for this one, I don't. I don't know who directed this one. Okay, but, these are, but Anton Corbuchin came in later on and started directing, didn't he? Yeah, around Octung. Yeah. he did. Uh, I think the one video, one of the versions of the one. Video. Yeah, there's like thirty-one. Yeah, thirty-one one videos. So what did uh, Aaron? What did you bring? I I brought uh, an unobvious choice mm-hmm. uh, in God's country. Okay, nice. That's on my. Yeah, that's on my uh, follow-up. In case somebody brought the other ones. Okay, Whew. this song's only two minutes and fifty-seven seconds long. It just has a really great, like, you get that sense of on the road in the middle of the desert of America. Like, it just has a really great feel. To do it. you want another beer, Kyle? It seems like you might need something to drink. Yeah, sure. Do you want to shoot up? Which one do you want? Do you care which one I bring you? I don't care. All right, thanks. Play it and turn it up. I love this guitar. This is this is the album too. You start to hear, especially now that we're listening to the old, the, the first three albums. You really start to hear his voice becoming what it, yeah, like, maturing almost. Yeah, like. yeah. And by the way, on this tour, I have never heard him sound better live. In the four times I've seen him, it was they sounded this latest tour uh, phenomenal. These I mean, guys sounded uh, his voice sounded so good that I was really watching him closely because mm. I was like. Is that really all Bono up there singing? Or is there <laughs> some type of a backing track uh, played from a day by day? <laughs> no, but no it was unbelievable how how smooth and and his voice sounded. It was crazy. Yeah. And he had some, he's having had some really rough patches in the last yeah like this, the, the yeah. late nineties. Yeah. his voice is really rough and came back and it really it's it's come back strong. And then and then he then in the middle of the show he gets on a bike. 
And what? he rides, and he rides right off the stage, broke his arm. What? Oh. And he knocked the edge off. He knocked well. the edge off the stage, <laughs> and he knocked over Larry Mullen's click track. It was crazy. And they wow. killed their touring manager. Yep, they, <laughs> they did. They stayed at a Motel 6. Yep, one of the best shows I've ever seen. <laughs> What's the next track? What are we going to hear next? Oh, where are we? By the way, uh, I used to go to setlist.fm to look up setlist, and I wasn't yeah. buried in my computer. I was looking up these setlists of these concerts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking setlist.fm sucks. Like, I'm just trying. I'm Why? just like, Unforgettable Fire, you too, setlist, and it just... It's just listing me. It didn't give you anything. It's listing me. Uh, that song was played thirty-seven times, and they went to Brendan Arena four times, and it's it's a pain in the ass. Just just give me the set list. All right, where are we at? I'm going to see if I can find out. I, would have brought, I have a book that has like a, up to the Zoo TV show. Yeah, I do, uh, but I, I figured I could just go to set list and I would have brought show, it. But fuck them. Well, here I'm getting it right here. This is this had this is when I saw them. This is um. Oh, read off the set list. I want to hear. This is the this first concert Civic I ever Arena. saw. This was April 9th, nineteen eighty-five. This was they opened with April 9th. I must have seen him in like no. I thought it was eighty six when I saw him, but I guess it was eighty five. Yeah, okay. they opened with eleven o'clock TikTok. Mm-hmm. I will follow. Seconds. I M- almost brought that. MLK, song. the Unforgettable Fire, Wire, Sunday Bloody Sunday, the Cry. I don't even know that song. Uh, the Electric Company. Electric Co. Uh, Electric Co. It's the theme song for the famous TV show. Yeah, mm-hmm. a sort of homecoming. Mm-hmm. Bad October, New Year's Day, Pride. Trash, Trampoline, and the Party Girl, Gloria, and then they ended with 40. Yeah. I saw the Sunday show in 85, April. Did you find the set list that Murray couldn't find? I know. This is Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yeah. Same set list? <laughs> this is exciting for the list. Did you get your money? <laughs> yeah. What you oh, pay, yeah. What you pay oh, for? yeah. What happened? What happened? I'm, I'm looking up to make sure this is the, this is the Friday show. <laughs> the Sunday show. Wow. How that's many people have fallen see, asleep on Monday? Monday. Monday. All right, sorry, it was the 14th. The right. I'm yeah. so excited I drove Are all the way Are you glad I look? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this all you hoped it would be, or is it less? This is, uh, <laughs> hey, all right, so, hey, so I'll Mur- let you know in an hour. Okay. Murray's when show we, was we April start over. We're almost, almost not even halfway through. Mine, they opened with. Murray's show was April 14th. And they, they, sh- they opened with Gloria. One of my favorite songs. Then uh, You're welcome. Threw a brick through the window, <laughs> through a window. That's what you do whenever someone plays you too, right, Kyle? Or he throws. And then I record the it. <laughs> yeah. Starts all those songs. Uh, uh, a day that? without That's a me. Fake laugh. With a dear prudence snippet. Uh huh. Uh huh. MLK, unforgettable fire. Two hearts beat as one. Seconds. Sunday, bloody Sunday. The cry. The electrico. A sort of homecoming, yeah. A sort of homecoming. Bad October, New Year's Day, Pride, eleven o'clock TikTok. I will follow in forty. And in forty, when they played that, everyone fucking walked out of their seats singing it. They walked to the parking lot. They got in their car. They sang it the whole way home. They walked out of their car. They sang it into their house. They got in their bedroom. They sang it, and then they brushed their teeth, and then they tried to sing it while they were brushing their teeth. They're like, and then they got in bed and they made love to their lady, and they sang it during that. I'm sorry, you don't have a soul. And they woke up in the morning, and as soon as they woke up, their alarm went off, and they started fucking singing it. They might even be singing it right now. Okay, who's, uh, who's song is next? Uh, it's my song. This is one of my all-time favorite uh, songs off of uh, Joshua Tree. This is Running to Stand Still. So she woke up, woke up from where she was, lying still, said About where we're going Step on a steam train 
tune it's one of my favorite i'm sorry uh i'm sorry we got uh, mellow here i think my friend ted has something to say about this song i might have told you this before Pardo and i saw him just a couple years ago yeah. and he goes uh, he played like a like a and he goes does that sound good and everyone went crazy he goes fuck you that sounds great <laughs> what an asshole i know <laughs> he's That's the only per- person happy about this uh, lion being killed. Probably. Oh yeah, oh, he's yeah. the only yeah. one. He thinks yeah. it's great. Yeah. He's a, I should have fucking killed that lion. A fucking lion burger and Guy's thirty-seven an arrows to kill this lion. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! I'm so angry. I'm angry, and, uh, and I barely like animals. <laughs> and I, uh, I'm angry. No, I have a kitty cat now. So. Oh, you have a cat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? It's named I, Peter Chris. <laughs> Actually, that <laughs> fucking thing I'm playing with you the other day, it gave me a uh, gave me cat scratch fever. What? <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Rattle and Hum is a weird album for me. It is produced by Jimmy Iovine. Yeah, yeah. I love my Jimmy Iovine. My old boss. I worked I with loved, Jimmy. What'd you do for him? I worked on a show called Farm Club. Could you pick up that name and hand it to Murray? <laughs> um, he dropped it on the floor. Oh, it's right next to Doctor Dre's, who executive produced it also. <laughs> <laughs> so Farm Club was a TV show? It was a TV show that was, it was him and Doug Morris, and their whole thing was, it was like Farm Club, I guess it's a baseball mm. term. Yeah. They're going to foster new bands, uh-huh. and that lasted about two episodes, and they're like, fucking all right, we need to uh, get No Doubt in here, and Dr. Dre. And, and so, U2 was on there. U2 was on, show. that was the show, uh, my last show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's it. So this is Rattle and Hum. Rattle and Hum, yeah. It's a weird album. It's, al- a, it's definitely a weird album. Because it's got, uh, it's got new songs, but it's got old songs on it, too. Mm-hmm. I almost don't, Consider it a studio album, even though because there's a lot of live. Al- yeah. There's yeah. a lot of live songs. I think too, it's it is the scrapbook of their tour, and it's, yeah, yeah, you get the sense of these are the songs we played live, and this is the stuff that came out of, of the tour right. for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I brought because I I thought this song was so great and it rocked so hard. I, I it just sounded different to me, even though it sounds familiar, and it's it's desire. Yeah. A little bow diddly beat. I think what's weird about it too is like the. The studio tracks aren't like all together. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? It's not like okay, here's a, we've got a studio disc, and then we're gonna have a like a live compilation type disc. It wasn't like that. It was looks just like, like all. It's like Murray threw them all in a flash drive. <laughs> <laughs> Murray, here's the album. Please take it down. It's all sequenced. Please take it down, and then it gets there. And uh, oh, God, sorry, guys. But uh, I, th- I think uh, uh, Aaron's description of it—a scrapbook of their tours—is yeah. is definitely a. A good, but assessment. it's weird. It's considered a, a, one of their studio yeah. albums. Yeah, I mean, it, there's tons of new songs on yeah. there, and true, mm-hmm. uh, big hits on here. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, "Angel of Harlem," "When Love Comes to Town," and "Desire." Those were big songs. They were all videos. So suck it, Pat. 
<laughs> so, uh, Sorry, what harsh. did you bring, Aaron? I brought um, God Part Two. Oh, that's one of the ones I brought because I felt that yeah, it was. Aren't you kind guys of... a couple of weirdos? <laughs> <laughs> he can't see me over there, can he? Mm-mm. Okay. Um, I thought this was kind of an indication of what was to come. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Kyle can't hate this show more. <laughs> I think the listeners are saying the same thing. Yeah. No, the listeners are loving some of it. it makes when me the music miss the plays. Dire Straight show. <laughs> you, you hated that, didn't you? That was awful. <laughs> that was actually worse than this. You put on a brave face, though, for Christy. Yeah. Because you love her. <laughs> These drums coming up. Come on, feel it, Kyle. This album sold 15 million copies. I'm I'm surprised to read that number. Yeah, that's a lot. That sounds like a ton of albums. That's, that's more than one people. It's definitely more than one. More than one. It's more than 57 downloads or whatever. <laughs> 17. You got 17 this month. That's right. Let's, but, uh, uh, let's take it so mellow. So that closes out the 80s, too. I didn't us. play a song yet. Maybe for our next one. Hi. We drop it in everyone's iTunes for free. Okay. Let's do that. You want to do that? Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> what do, how, do, how does that help us? Couldn't hurt us. No, well, then we'd have a lot of downloads. Couldn't be. That's true. Couldn't. Mm. I don't even know what's happening. I don't either. <laughs> let's uh, I'm play, sorry, let's I, play I, I, mine from the Joshua Tree. I was going to play All I Want Is You. From Joshua Tree or from I'm Rattle sorry, and Hum? I'm sorry, from Rattle and Hum. I was going to play cool. uh, All I Want Is You, but I played a mellow song last time. Okay. So let's go with uh, the B.B. King song, uh, When Love Comes to Town. I think this is a great song. Rock and Peace, B.B. King. Yeah. B.B. King, King of the Blues, playing Lucille. That's the, na- that's the name that he calls his lady, his guitar. His guitar, the only love of his life. It's Lucille. If you had a guitar, what would you call it, uh, Aaron? What would the name of your guitar be? Uh, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe Kyle? Maybe Kyle. I had a guitar, a Stratocaster, named Erica. Hmm. Hmm. Kyle, Maybe what would you call your guitar? I don't know. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lady's name, is it? Oh, does it have to be a lady's name? I think it does. I, I might go more clever and be like, it's called drum set. <laughs> Maybe look up the word clever. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was, um, uh, they recorded a couple of those tracks in Sun Studios. Mm-hmm. And oh, I ain't going to play Sun Studios. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a whole other. No, that's oh, it's a diff- different? Different thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Different Sun thing. Studios is from my hometown. Uh, so I was born in Memphis. Uh, oddly enough, that's where Sun Studios. Anyway, so um, what? 
So I was uh, on a road trip, and I went to Sun Studios, and I walked around, and I took the tour. Have you t- you've taken the tour of Sun Studios? No, but I've been by it a thousand times. Um, and it's basically you go from one wow. side of the room. What? Dismissive. <laughs> oh, was that dismissive? Sorry, I zoned out. <laughs> Just kick me in the nuts, why don't you? You've been there right now, but I've walked by it. Yeah. Fucking who cares? This sounds like Tourists a great get out of story. My town. <laughs> Anyway, I'm at there and I'm. Uh, I take the tour, which is basically you go from one side of the studio to the other, which is not a big studio. If it's I'm, not at all, right? But you, I mean, there's a you get in there and there's a feeling of mm-hmm. like this is here for a reason. And uh, they, as they, you know, and then they have like a portable tape deck, and they're like, okay, and over here is where Elvis sang this song, and they play the. Oh, track. cool! And then they, okay, and then we walk over here, and this is where they were. So I get done with the tour, and I'm just like, okay, well, that was done. All right. And I'm sitting there at the restaurant next door, and this guy comes in, and I start talking to him, and he's like, Yeah, I'm the sound engineer. Hey, do you want to see the sound booth? I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. So I go see the sound booth, and he's showing me, and he's like, Who's some of your favorite bands? So I'm a huge U2 fan. He's like, Oh, hold on a second. So he goes over, and he pulls this piece of black cloth, and he says, When, they were, when the band was here, the drummer, he bought a shirt and he cut the sleeves off. I've had this <laughs> thing sitting here forever. Here, you take it. He may just have like fucking sleeves just lying around, right, right, right. Shit, but he's like, okay, thank you. That's pretty awesome. So I walked away. I'm like, I ha- may have Larry Mullen Jr.'s sleeve. I don't know. It was. Why didn't you open with that cool. story? That's a great story. Chronological. I'm oh, like, all right. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. See? I would. Open. I would open with that story. Following. All right. The let's rules. do this whole thing over. I opened with uh, meeting Paul McCartney, and then I would follow up with that story. Okay. His son has Loki's sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> His son was sitting on Loki's sleeve, wasn't yeah. he, in the picture? Then I'll do my, should I do my meeting Bono story now, or should I do that later? When, I, when do, what album does it come up with? It's just before No, no Line on the Horizon. We'll wait for okay, No Line we'll on the Horizon. Wait for that. Because I don't we'll, want to piss you off, Murray. With probably, the, ooh, so, wait, what? We'll probably <laughs> hear that. Mike show. <laughs> we'll probably hear that song around 1 a.m. <laughs> I mean, that story. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, we've only been recording for one hour and twenty eight minutes. Now I know it's it really like is this an a two part? Well, yeah, but no, it's not a two part. <laughs> uh, so now we're going to move. That's that. we end up. We're ending the eighties, but there's a very uh, important show that they play New Year's Eve yes. and the Point uh, Depot. Point Depot, and I have. I don't know what Point Depot is. Please tell me. This is their New Year's Eve show where they make the announce this announcement right here. Okay. It's Point Depot. <laughs> what did I say? No, it's it's and that was New Year's Eve 1989. That was New Year's Eve 1989, and they went away and went to work probably on their most difficult album to record. They almost broke up. Yeah, they almost Is broke up. Is that true? The, they yeah. almost broke oh, up? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they couldn't. There's a great book called You Two at the End of the World by Bill Flanagan. Okay. Oh, really? It is. I mean, he, he, it's the first time that you really get a sense of what happened during the making of Hawk mm-hmm. Baby, but then he follows them on their tour, and it's just all these amazing stories and, and the things that happened to them on the tour, and including uh, Zeropa, recording Zeropa, uh-huh. and it goes right all the way up to the end of, of uh, I think it's... Australia or Japan, the Japan. Okay. Oh, that sounds cool. I have yeah. to check that out. Yeah, it's very. That's good. awesome. I didn't know they almost broke up. Oh, you dude, it was such. I mean, they couldn't. They couldn't decide on an album cover, so they put them all on one. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't just find. They, they were, it's you know, funny. They couldn't find a sound. They couldn't find a direction. They couldn't. They couldn't 
they went to Germany to record in, in that classic studio. I'm forgetting the name Hansel. of it right now. Yeah, and, uh, and you don't know the, the classic story that that they they were just jamming one day and, and they they came across the chords of one. Wow, and that's yeah. what that's what clicked. That's where like okay, we found something here. Yeah. Okay, we'll stay together and make millions. <laughs> If that's and, what we're supposed and to do. And one was the bridge of what? Uh, Mysterious Ways? Or? It was Mysterious Ways, yeah. Yeah. I've, I, I heard, too, that they um, they were trying to push that into Ultraviolet as well. They had oh, really? They had a rough sketch. They were trying to push that. But when you see the, was it From the Sky Down? From the Sky Down. Is yeah, they it. As, that's great just for Bono's reaction to the hearing the, <laughs> it's like, whoa, whoa, what's that? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so uh, they go away and they come back with Octung Baby. And this album, I did not, um, I did not initially uh, get into this album. I don't know loved why. It I just, from the, uh, yeah, loved I, it, it from was one that I came to very, very late. I didn't uh, at the time. I wasn't necessarily into the the change. What mm-hmm. was the first? Uh, was the first single single? One. That he, the fly. I, oh, the fly. The fly. I'm sorry, the yeah, fly. and I was yeah. like, I don't know if I'm digging this or. You know, but I love it now. I love yeah. this album now. But um, what do you go ahead? I'll let you play first since you gave uh, me a let's lot of go, info here. Um, Let's go with, uh, you just brought it up, this is my favorite track off the album, Ultraviolet. Such a good song. There's, um, I would crank that if I could. Uh, Lady with the Spinning Head, uh-huh. the extended version. You can hear the uh, early. Uh, I can't. English is a tough language for me. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can hear early versions of of Ultraviolet and The Fly in that song, Lady with the Spinning Head. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and there's a section in the extended version of Lady with the Spinning Head where you, it's just all orchestral uh, or strings over the drums, and you can hear the middle, the beginning of. of uh, ultraviolet. I can't speak. <laughs> we've been, we've been recording right. for eight we've been, hours. Yeah, no, you're, you're fatigued. It's called fatigue. And Aaron, you're you you're a guy that has like a lot of like bootlegs and unreleased stuff and different tons of different versions of songs from you too. Correct. I have a few. Yeah. And you uh, you you seek those out. You like to collect this type of stuff. Not as much as I used to. I, with this album, I did because there were the, the Salome recordings, which were the mm-hmm. tapes that were stolen while yeah. they were recording, which is pretty much three CDs of one song. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, yeah. But but I, you have my the the uh, bootleg I've been looking for, which is off the Zoo tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it for a long time, and then I lost, and I have not been able to get a copy of it. So I'm excited for you to send me that. Uh, we'll discuss it. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you sell it to him? Because Murray usually steals all his music, so he should pay for something. Ooh. So sell it I'm to paying him for it now. Sell it to him <laughs> at cost of all the other things he's stolen. For like a thousand dollars. I'll just put it on your iTunes. Oh, please. Oh, do. just for free? Yeah. For free. Okay, just put it. Yeah. Just, why yeah. Not? Do you just like pastrami sandwiches? Oh, oh, I have one in the refrigerator. Please oh, put it next oh, okay, to it. Good. I love pastrami sandwiches. <laughs> uh, Aaron, go next. You're the guest. I don't think I've ever heard that sound more sexual. Uh, I love pastrami sandwiches. I, I'm going to go with the the. The fly, because that song just 
kick my ass when mm-hmm. I heard it. Right. I just thought it was amazing and didn't know what was happening. And yeah. You see, I just, just I was like, what's what happened to my band? Oh, this is so good. Now I love it, but then I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. All right, I'll listen to Van Halen's fuck album instead. <laughs> Excellent song, man. And Thanks you know what I love about this? This so they go, they go away a couple of years. They come back a new sound, they, and they take the fucking world by storm, man. This yeah. this album was huge. And what I love about it is they start the Zoo Tour, and this is their this is their playlist. I just grabbed a random playlist off the Zoo Tour. This is the the band. This is what they played: Zoo Station, then The Fly, then Even Better Than the Real Thing, then Mysterious Ways, then One, then Until the End of the World, New Year's Day. New Year's that seven eight songs in before they play a hit yeah. off another album that says it's we're crazy. fucking here this is our album fucking love it or leave it man yeah. I think that's badass oddly enough Kyle left it <laughs> this which uh, show was this uh, I just randomly grabbed one this is uh, Sun Bowl in El Paso Texas oh, it was there oh you were yeah it was there good no you weren't <laughs> were you at the show or you just were at that uh, no no <laughs> you standing outside going boo. You suck. I was bringing bottles. <laughs> this is uh, my song from Octung Baby. This is one of my favorite U2 songs of all time. And this is Who's Gonna Ride Your Wild Horses. I brought that one also. It's yeah. such a great song. So great. You're dangerous. Cause you're Pause it. That lyric is the best. You're dangerous. Because you're honest. I mm-hmm. love that so much. Keep it going. You're dangerous. You don't know what you want. Pause it. <laughs> that line. You're dangerous because you don't know what you want. Kyle, go ahead. Will you lift my heart? Kyle, pause it. My heart. Love it. Keep going. Empty is a vacant lot For any spirit to haunt Hey, hey, sha-la-la Hey, hey, you're an accident Waiting to happen Your piece of glass Left there on the beach 
You're a piece of glass stuck in a beach is one of my favorite lines. I, yeah, I love I love the the lyrics, lyrics in this, of this song entire is song is amazing. I love you know, the song so much. They went out and recorded them bringing glass <laughs> on the beach. It <laughs> on was the beach. tough. It was took tough. a long time. <laughs> took a long time. <laughs> took so long. I was reading up on the song uh, yesterday, and I was like, why wasn't this song a bigger hit? It's such a great song, and it was the fourth and last single, or fifth and last single, and uh, it rarely charted, but. It barely charted, I should say. And I was reading it, and, and you talk to the band, and they're just like, yeah, we never really got it the way we wanted to get this song. Isn't we that just, funny? We just feel like, and maybe I'm thinking, maybe that's why it didn't do so well. They're just, their energy is putting that yeah. out there, you know, and, and maybe that's why it didn't, but it's such a great song. And the single version's different as well. It's, mm-hmm. You hear the acoustic uh, guitar yeah. in the beginning instead of the, that sonic blast that yeah. Lily White put on that. A particular track, and I just I think it I think it's perfect the way it is. Yeah, I really like it a lot. Yeah. Now, by the way, as a as a CD uh, collector, mm-hmm. um, they uh, they were they were remastering and putting out all, all the albums that like is two CD sets, and they were they were uniform. They were doing these really nice like hardcover slip cases, and you'd pull out like a hardback booklet. And then when they did Octung Baby, they like stopped doing that packaging, and that really. Really oh really? Pisses me off when I look at the shelf and I see oh that, and then I find out that they didn't really remaster it either. No. They just kind of did some little tweaks to it. Yeah, it was it was that was a little disappointing. That was disappointing. I wrote a letter. Oh. <laughs> who did, who did you write to? to? Uh, my senator. <laughs> uh, it's gotta have some sort of effect, right? All right, so that's that's how we. Uh, is that Octung Baby? Is that did you, Octung Baby? Yeah, all three of us. All three, to, uh, three of us played a song. All Excellent three of album. us grooved. If I'm, if you walk in and I'm listening to a U2 album, a majority of the time it's going to be that album. That one. That's my. That might be my favorite U2 album. It's uh, it's it's a, it's a strong choice, Mary. It's a strong choice. I'm here to make so strong gonna, choices. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, now we go to mm, okay. <laughs> Zuropa. Mm. I like this. A lot of people didn't like that they recorded this album while they were on tour. Mm. It was yeah. produced. It was produced by the Edge, Blah. and uh, that might be the problem. Who else? It was the Edge and Kyle, U two expert over here. Brian Eno, obviously, with that sound, and then they moved Flood, their engineer, up to producer on mm-hmm. this album. Yeah, a lot of nicknames in the U uh, two camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pokey is my favorite of them. I love I love just Chet. I like Jackknife. Jackknife Lee. <laughs> Jackknife Lee. Uh, so what song do you have off uh, off of Zuropa? Um, I saw one of yours, so I'm not going to play that one. I'm going to play one because uh, I'm a huge fan of this guy also, and this is The Wanderer with mm. Johnny Cash on lead vocals. Oh, boy. <laughs> you don't like this song? I don't really. Oh, it's a good song. I'm trying to find it in your... <laughs> it starts with a W. In your mess. Did I not put it in? It might, may not be in here. I might not have put it in. All right. Well, then let's go with. Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> ah, it's a good song, and yeah. It, yeah, it's a good song. I just hate when there's a when there's a guest vocalist on my band's album, but it's Johnny Cash. Yeah, man. Right. Respect. And if you ever read up on the the story of it, there they were singing, and Bono was singing it, and they're and. The producer's like, you know, you, this is really a Johnny Cash style song, so sing it like Johnny Cash. And they're like, well, where are you two? Well, why don't we get Johnny Cash yeah. to sing it? That's, <laughs> that's my favorite part of Walking the Line. Now, now here's, my thing about, <laughs> here's my thing about Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. Now, do you two guys just like the four songs that we all know, or do you guys deep into the Johnny Cash catalog? Do you guys... You I'm know. not talking about the Rick Rubin produced stuff. I'm talking about, are you guys really Johnny Cash 
Remember, I did the country episode with you. Right, but what did you play from Johnny Cash? Uh, I played Man in Black, which you didn't even never even heard of. And was that from one of the Rick Rubin? Albums? No, no, Man in Black. No, no, no. All right, Kyle. <laughs> My dad listened to a lot of Johnny Cash. I know so I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that big of a Johnny. I'm Cash. a huge Johnny Cash. I fan. get that he's a legend for some reason. Mm-hmm. Which one is Johnny Cash? Delia. He's, we wears, he wears all black. He's a man in black. He's the one that didn't win the Academy Award for that movie. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, then that one. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. All right. So uh, what are you going to play instead? Let's just go ahead and play the title track. It won the Grammy for Best Alternative Song that year. And this is Zuropa. That's some good uh, information. I'm glad you gave that out. Mm-hmm. That's how he rolls. Not even joking. Be all that you can be. Oh, this is live. I was going to say, which version is this? (laughs) It's the one that Murray could find and put in his messed up flash drive. I took took a couple live. I took a couple live. He sings like he's a James Bond villain. Is he doing Mephisto? Not in this one, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, that's when he does a character on stage now, right? No, because this was taken from 360. There was the demon, Star Child, and Mephisto. Yeah. I'd like to put Mephisto right in his face when he's doing that character. When this came I out, I like how I got the hairy eyeball from Aaron when he, when he heard. It. He's like, "What? what? I'm like, oh, this is live. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's take four from the second night of the fourth show. Sound <laughs> you know, check. You know, all, the, all those were recorded. All those sounds were recorded off the Flash Gordon movie. <laughs> Do you like <laughs> Zero? <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> you probably like it because it's, it's your favorite band. You like Zeropa. I, I do enjoy the album very much. I think it's it's much like Rattle and Hum is a representation of their tour. Mm-hmm. I think this is a, a nice representation of what was going on Zoo TV and 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 Europe at the time. So suck it. There's so a lot of great you, songs on here. Captain what did you bring? I brought my favorite, actually, U2 song of all time is on this album. What is it? And it is Stay Far Away So Close. That, that was, that, I almost brought that because that is a very, that's an excellent song. It's the first song of theirs where I actually emotionally I connected, was, I caught up in it mm-hmm. one right. night. And, yeah. All right, let's hear it. This is, uh, this, I almost brought this one. This has one of my favorite lyrics in, in uh, Dressed Up Like a Car Crash. You got to give him the finger, so he turns it down. Such a good song. And during, during the Zoo tour, when they would play this, they played it acoustic, mm-hmm. and they followed it up with uh, a cover of uh, "Satellite of Love." 
yeah. of Lou Reed, and then yep. they had Lou Reed sing along with them from the projection screens. It was amazing. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and Satellite of Love is a great song as yeah. long as Lou Reed doesn't sing it. I got. <laughs> I was. I was telling Murray before the show that uh, I had a friend who was from Dublin, mm-hmm. and he came up to me in '93, and he's like, "I'm going home to see my family, and I get tickets to the shows. Do you want to go?" Their last shows of the Zuropa tour in Dublin. In Dublin. All right. Yes, I'll go. So we went to Dublin. We stayed with his, his mom and dad, and wow. and uh, we we got to see the show. So I'm standing there in front, and we all got separated because you know you just kind of come sure. in this general mission. And I'm standing there like 50 feet from the catwalk where they're singing, and it's just like the whole crowd was just. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Okay, so at this point, Murray, uh, how many times have you seen you two? By the time Zuropa comes out, you saw them. Unforgettable Fire. Uh, uh, twice, jo- uh, Joshua Tree, Love Town, Zuropa. This is fourth. Okay. Where did you see Love Town? Where was uh, Jersey? Oh, nice. And where did and what tours have you seen at this point? Uh, I'd seen Zootopia. Maria, were you in New York? Okay. Uh, uh, so the outdoor. I was in uh, Fort mm-hmm. Lauderdale at the time for those. Oh, okay. And then uh, the two Zuropa shows. Okay. So I only this is my fourth time. Okay. And I have still at this point I still only saw I have I've only seen the Unforgettable Fire tour. Uh, so uh, for me, for Zuropa, I do I do like this song. It's um it was it was a video, very fun video. It's uh it's got the edge on uh, lead vocal. If you want to call it, lead I vocal. almost brought this. I like this song. And I really like Numb a lot. So yeah, I really hear, like let's this hear song. Numb. I love that. I'm sticking my bare foot in Kyle's face right now. That's in the video, Kyle. Oh. <laughs> Get on board, don't fall on your surge, just play another chord. If you feel it getting bored, Kyle is this is literally like being a prisoner of war for Kyle. I would have I would have talked long ago. I would have told all the secrets. <laughs> Where are the silos? You would have told those during the Dire Straits. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this this album it sells 7 million copies worldwide. It's you could have showed me a picture of the Zuropa album, and I would have talked. <laughs> it looks like something that a you child like, would draw. You have like a really anti-album uh, artwork thing. What's that about? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, Show me on Pat where good. you were touched. I only like... <laughs> I only like album covers that have an a backwards N and then an I and then an N for nine inch nails. I like a good album cover. I don't know. What's your favorite album cover? I don't know. I'll tell you what. Because there are album Go. covers that I like the album cover, but yeah. I hate the album. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. What's one of your uh, least favorite? Mary, what's one of your least favorite album covers by any band? Oh, I don't know. I can't spring that question I, I on got me. one. I got one. I, got, I know mine without a doubt. And what? what? Fucking... Van Halen, nineteen eighty four. I hate that fucking smoking baby, baby? with yeah. the wings. Fucking hate I that hate, album cover. Is it for unlawful carnal knowledge? The one with the twins, the Siamese twins no, that's on the ba- cover. Balance, balance. That's a pretty lame I cover. I don't mind that. That's a Siamese twin on a on a teeter totter. Yeah, I don't mind that album. It cover. confuses me. But I fucking hate that smoking baby. Yeah. How about well, th- how about this album cover? Boned. 
<laughs> Share that. <laughs> ah. Oh, that's, that's pretty great. I hope that uh, Andrew Rich finds that. Right. It's called Boned Andrew, Up Andrew at the Rich crack. quit on this episode. <laughs> I think he Rich. likes you too. Andrew Rich. Not, not, this, this, not episode. this episode. <laughs> Are you guys oh, not man. having fun? Raise your hand if you're having if you're having fun. Raise your hand. Are you asking the listeners because they just yeah. they just all? Are you having up. fun? Okay, one's having fun. <laughs> Let's I'm, move I'm in. Fun, although I don't like the. I l- listen. Music. I love doing the show. I think so I found a new here. co-host. Oh, Kyle. Kyle. No. <laughs> um, let's move. Poor into Christy Stratton got fired. This uh, this pop album, man. I don't, this one's uh, one I really cannot. I love it. I love it. I can't. I, know, I do. There's some, love the album. Oh yeah, there's some great. There's actually there's one album on here that I'm not a fan. One song a huge fan mean? of. No, or, an album in, that we're gonna play. Oh, okay. we'll get to it. But uh, I love this. Song. Well, I, I think will, there's some great underrated songs on here. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the opposite of Kyle and say I do love this album cover. Mm-hmm. I was, uh-huh. I was gonna, I was just about to say I like the album cover. I, love, I don't I, like the asterisks, but I like the album. I love cover. the album Nothing's cover. Ever good enough for you, Kyle? I love I love the name. I think the name makes me made me think it was going to be right. Here's the thing something with this album. different. And I, I don't know. And I remember this from uh, sure. an earlier episode of Rock <laughs> yeah. Solid where you mentioned this album. and, yeah. and you, I think you mentioned me. <laughs> and and uh, did I call you fucking Jagoff? Was that the episode <laughs> twice? Yeah, I think uh, Matt. Uh, Belknap, Belknap, yeah. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, no, no, Matt's still. He's still with us. Yeah, he is. Oh, I take that back. Then. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, he's only dead on the inside. I hope he's still. I think if you ask people about this album, he might not be. Look, uh, to be honest, let's, I, I let's call. Him. I'm supposed to have lunch with him tomorrow, so I hope he call shows up just to be sure. Okay. Uh, if you ask people about this album, the first thing they say, or they think, or they see in their head is, "You two dressed up like the village people." Which has nothing to do with yeah. the album itself. No, I don't. I don't see that. I just. I just thought. Well, just let me video. show you a picture I have. No, no, no. I know. Oh. I know that. I know what they look the like. Tattoo. And, yeah. And that's what I remember. Matt brought that up. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I just remember them. The video with them as the village, which has nothing to do with the album. It's a, yeah. It's a very complex. Who is the leather man? Was that the Edge? It was. That was Edge. And I'm. I'm probably because of the mustache. Yeah. So. Who would you? Who would you? So be? Let me. Some of the songs. <laughs> let me. So construction worker. I just you know disco tech did not. I liked it. Grab me. I don't. But now that said, this has uh, this has one of my favorite U two songs of all time on it, and I think it's the song that doesn't sound like the rest of the album either. Mm-hmm. And that song is staring at the sun. It's a good I've song. heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah. Let's play it. In the shade of a willow tree Creeps are crawling over me Over me and over you Stuck together with God's blue It's gonna get stickier Soon's been a summer Let's get undercover Don't try too hard to think I, I love it And it, do you guys agree That that doesn't sound Like the rest of the album I think that it Sounds uh, like the village people I think that <laughs> The leather man singing uh, I think that song is a, is a reaction to What was musically huge At the time in Europe Which mm-hmm. was Oasis Which was okay. Noel Gallagher Who yeah, was sure. old school 
Beatles esque, yeah. which I really don't hear. But anyway, I think that's what they were doing is they were trying to write a Noel Gallagher song, yeah. and they accomplished. They did a really great job. I mean, I think that that to me really sounds like a U two song though. Yeah. And mm-hmm. some of these other songs on here, I just well, they were following that that you know from Zuropa through pop. Mm-hmm. They're they're following this this wave that was going through Europe at yeah. the time, and it didn't really hit in America. Yeah, and that's and it was very dance heavy. And yeah. we got Brian Eno back uh, on. I'm sorry, uh, they got new Howie B yeah. uh, producing it, who is basically a DJ yeah. and, and, and all that. So Flood is back on. Uh, uh, so they're really going that direction. And, yeah. and and the tour lost a lot of money also because I felt like they tried to outdo Zuropa yeah. uh, and Zoo and it really didn't work out although the the tour was pretty phenomenal itself yeah. mm-hmm. but uh so I actually saw them in San Francisco I flew out from the East Coast to mm-hmm. see uh Oasis open for U2 and Oasis was the biggest band oh yeah in, nice in Europe at the time so it was it was like seeing young Elvis because Oasis comes out and they just stand there and they play the song right the song. and then and then it was like seeing fat Elvis so it comes out it's all the glitz and the glitter yeah. and everything like that it was, I saw it here in Los Angeles and Rage Against the Machine opened oh wow wow that's great that's a weird double bill yeah yeah that was awesome did uh so 90s very experimental for the band yeah, do yeah, you think? yeah, Compared definitely. To well, they also the did. 80s? They also did an album with uh, with uh, called uh, Original Soundtracks Volume One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, which you know is Passengers mm-hmm. um, with Pavarotti, and it was all fake uh, soundtracks. Yeah. for movies that never were never made. And, and I know we're not touching like uh, the soundtracks or other things, but also they have a great song on the Batman Forever soundtrack. Oh, and they played it on Hold the Me, Pop Thrill Tour. Me, Kiss That's Me, Kill Me. That's a great, great yeah. song. I was wondering if yeah. you were going to bring that or not. Yeah, That's well, it's song. not on one of the albums, so I, I okay. did, but it's a great tune. So what did you guys bring from Pop since you guys enjoy it so much? Uh, I brought um, Gone. Oh, it's my, one of my favorite songs. I brought it's Gone also. It's an amazing track. Listen to this bass. It's a really reflective song. I think there's a lot going on in the lyric there about Zuropa and, and everything that their tour and just kind of their status as, as a rock band in that mm-hmm. song. I also said this to Pat. Sorry. No, go ahead. Um, I think this is their most punk rock album they've ever done. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things that they're talking about in the songs are very uh, anti-establishment or anti-God mm-hmm. or anti-just public things. Uh, a song like The Playboy Mansion seems very mm-hmm. light and fluffy. But they're talking about commercialism and, and mm-hmm. the negativity yeah. of that. Well, after you playing that song, this will be this will be the album that I pull out tomorrow and and listen to again with because, your penis, right? Because well, I put my I put my 
dick right in the hole of the CD. That's small. If I can spin it. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, and I notice. spin it. And it, fall, and it falls off. I pick it up, put it back on. Oh, wow. Murray, what you song have two you kids, have? right? Yeah. Okay. What song you I have play? to amend myself. Uh, I screwed up. I did not see Love Town tour. That was a European. That's what they called the European leg of that mm-hmm. tour. So I apologize. It wasn't Love Town. It was just uh, yeah. Joshua Tree. I brought. Um, Th- thanks for your honesty. Well, you know, I don't want to. You know. Oh, really? You went to Perth, Australia? <laughs> when were you see, in Europe, movie? <laughs> for one night, I brought um, Gone. By the way. It, you can get the Elevation DVD. Yeah. And the version of Gone on that is oh, fucking awesome. When he chucks that guitar. Oh, he gets, yeah, something. He just throws the yeah. Les Paul down on the ground. It's great. I brought uh, from Pop, uh, I brought Do You Feel Loved. Oh, my God. That was my runner up. Oh, good. This is such a great groove, this song. Fading it out yourself? <laughs> you just hate it that much? No, I just, I just was we were getting close to the ninety second mark. All right. So they they I didn't realize this. Fair use allows us to play ninety seconds, Kyle. <laughs> oh god, this guy's back. Yeah. Um, that they. I mean, once it gets uh, oh, if it gets why over, did you establish him as a character. If it gets over ninety seconds, I mean, that's when we could have you know some legal problems. But we're trying. We're really trying to keep it right around ninety seconds, maybe a little bit less. Okay, let's see if this works. In the liner notes, they thank Naked Funk. Uh-huh. And I didn't know what that was. I, so then I, later, I, I don't know if this is gonna, you're going to be able to hear this. So this is a song called, this is called Alien Groove Sensation. It's a song, and so that riff is basically, they borrowed it and they right. give them credit, thankfully. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, what do you guys think? Chicken. <laughs> Uh, in the U2 community, mm-hmm. of which you two are a part of. <laughs> the brethren. Uh, how do you think this album goes over? If you talk to diehard U2 fans, do they love it? Do you think? Or is this the one? Is this the one? Is, do you think this there's, is the you one? Know what there's, there's, you know what I notice about U2 fans is there's... Is this divisive? There's... Cut, like, there's there's fan Like, I have a buddy who's a huge fan up mm-hmm. to Zuropa. Okay. And then nothing after that. Wow. And then I have, you know, that guy's so I don't, missing out. I think so. But so, I, so you know, it's there's different factions of the U2 mm-hmm. fan club. I don't, I know my brother's a huge U2 fan, loves the album. My friend Hallie Cohen loves the album. Mm-hmm. So I can't speak for everybody. Yeah. What do you think, Aaron? I, I do think that there's a, a 
it's almost like the secret album you're not supposed to love. Because, <laughs> yeah. because I, I notice in some of the message boards that I go to, yes, I go to YouTube message boards, um, that there are some that love it, love yeah. this album, and mm-hmm. put it up there with Hawk Tung and Joshua Tree. I'm, I'm one of those, actually. This right. album means a lot to me. I think it's, it's an cool. underrated album. Yeah. Um, but then there's others that just hate it, and yeah. they, they list specific songs off, and that's it. That's the reason they hate it, because of certain songs. Gotcha. Uh, well, then now, now we're going to enter the uh, the 2000s. Uh, this is my favorite. This is my favorite U2 album. Great, this great when this album. came out, because, and because I didn't like pop hardly at all. Mm-hmm. When this came out, I was like, "Holy!" F-. I mean, I can remember telling people, "Have you heard that new U2 album?" Because it's fucking amazing. Oh, you were that guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say, uh, you know, I could play 90 seconds of each song for you, but that's pretty much all fair use is going to allow me to do. <laughs> But no, this, I mean, when a beautiful day is the song I brought because it's just so, uh, it was such a great introduction yeah. to what was going to be on this album. And I just, I love this song so much. Michael so, Stipe says he wishes he wrote this song. Oh, uh, well, Michael Stipe did not. Mm-mm. You know, but I'd play 90 seconds for him. <laughs> That's sweet. Back with Daniel Lanois and Brian Eno in the production. Shoots up through the stony ground. There's no room. No space to win in this town. You're out of love. And this doesn't sound like the 80s and it doesn't sound like the 90s. It's, it's another the new sound. The traffic is stuck. Still playing that Gibson Explorer, though. To take you out of this place. Someone you can lend a hand in return. And this is the tour that I'm sorry I didn't see. This is my favorite tour. When they had the heart and they played the first four or five songs with all the lights up. All I the mean, first song light up. Yeah. Lights up. First, first, like first. Yeah, I think they played 90s. First 90 seconds. First 90 seconds up. of the song. Actually, the, they very useful in the, the power department. They open with uh, uh, elevation, and, uh-huh. right, and when elevation kicks in, is when the lights go down. Yeah, I mean yeah. this this hour, beautiful day, stuck in the moment. Elevation, walk on. In a little while, I mean, and, I, I love this entire album. It's so great. And they stripped it down, man. They went yeah. back to being a band, and they walked out. In the concert, they walked out with the lights up. Yeah. So there was no lights down, and the band comes up. They walk. They're like, "We wanted to do it like we did it in the bars, girl." You know, starting out. I love. If I was going to get an album signed, and if I knew they were signing every day down at the forum, I would. I'm going to get down there. But this is the album cover I would have signed. Yeah. It's just so simple. I love this album cover. I love everything about it. First kind of the first time I hung out with LL Cool J at a at a U2 concert. Boy, pick that up, please. (laughs) No, that's the thing about going to see. Concerts in Los Angeles. I remember my buddy Chris Frangiola and I went to see this. Oh, okay. Oh, Chris, Chris Frangiola. Is that a name to drop? <laughs> um, in the trash. We just... Hello. <laughs> oh. We, had, uh, we weren't on the floor, but we were on the first tier right in, uh-huh. you know, behind the floor. And just, just like, oh, there goes Tom Cruise. Oh, there goes Robert Robertson. Wow. Oh, there goes Johnny Ramone. Oh, there goes Billy Corgan. It was like the biggest star. I think I saw more stars that night than I've seen living in Los Angeles. I thought, I thought you were going to say LL Cool J was in, in the tier with you. And LL Cool <laughs> J was sitting next to us. Yeah. Anybody wants a popcorn? <laughs> Anybody wants a popcorn? We'll make a popcorn run. So what song? You can play any song off this, and I'll love it. Yeah, I brought... I love this song because. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm losing my voice. I've been recording for nine hours. 
Do you um, want to clear your throat, Aaron, in a comedic way? <laughs> Talk about and not. Kyle, you want to clear your throat in a comedic <laughs> way? No. <laughs> Talk about not early 80s, not Zuropa, not not that's a, a real departure. This is right. a real departure for uh, Edge, I think, on guitar. Mm-hmm. And this is, I love this song. This is in a little while. Do me a favor, just go back to the beginning of this and let's hear the opening guitar lick. Just hit the back button. That's all you have to do. What are you laughing at? You just hit the back button. That's all you have to do. <laughs> no, because if I hit the back button, I would have gone to 205 where you cued it. <laughs> I'm having fun. Are you in a little while? What? He was. I just wanted to hear that guitar. Like, he was yeah. like, I was watching his computer. The arrow was going all over the place. I'm like, just hit the back button. Did, uh, you know the, the story? I'm sure you do. The, about the recording of this song. What about it? That they had been working on it for a while and that um, they couldn't, Bono couldn't get a vocal he was happy with. And then they had a night of some heavy drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he came in the morning and as he said, I think he, the quote was that the alcohol was turning into sugar in his bloodstream and went in the booth and recorded the vocal. And they're like, that's it. Yeah. Over. And you can hear that in his voice just sounds yeah. wrecked. Yeah, that. it does. And but it, it works. And it, it works perfectly, perfectly for that song. Yeah. So what do you got for us? And according to Bono, this is the last song that uh, Joey Ramone ever heard. They played wow. it for him on his deathbed. Ugh, terrible. That's what Rock, killed him. Rock in peace, Joey Ramone. His voice is really scratchy. Well, that was the song I was going to play. All right. Oh, good. Do you have another one? I do have, I do have a backup. <laughs> okay. uh, this is a song. Is it Beautiful Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it in a little while? <laughs> I have a story about that song. Really? What is that? Bono was sitting on Joey Ramone's shoulders. <laughs> in a Captain America suit. That's, I'm going to wank one out to that. Um, uh, I, this album came out when I just moved to uh, New York with, with my then fiancé. Um, rest, so, in, rest in peace. Rest in peace with Matt Belknap. And uh, so the song New York was kind of important for me. And standing on top of the Empire State Building, uh, listening to that song at night, looking down on the city was just amazing. So the song New York was, was good. It's a good song. Yeah, go ahead. Just hit the forward button. 
just got a place in New York. Well, you want to go back, hit that back button. Hey, you want to pause, you ask me, I'll let you know what to do. Well, into the hundreds, you can walk around the block without a change of clothing, hot as a hairdryer in your face, hot as a handbag in a can of mace, New York. I just got a place in New York. Now, during this Elevation tour, the first leg that came around, everything was awesome. And between the second leg, mm-hmm. 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. And so the next time they came around, they had constructed this list of everybody who died. Oh, they did it at the Super Bowl. Yeah. So there was the first leg of the... There was the pre-9-11 show and then right. the post-9-11 show. So the fun shows and then the other shows. And the really fun shows. I saw the... <clears throat> I didn't see them in New York for the first run, but the mm-hmm. second one they came back. It was like when they did that. Yeah, it was, it was insane and it was it, unreal. Yeah, having grown up in Jersey, I knew a couple guys who died in the towers, and I was with my oh, buddy. Oh, really? Like close? They went to my school. All right, um, but my buddy Chris, who I was with, his dad, they all, his family worked in uh, the uh, Twin Towers, and so he was like listing off the names of the people he knew because they were electricians. So he was tight with a lot of people. Yeah. So that was pretty powerful. I didn't yeah. know anyone. I don't even know if I know. Do you know Kyle? Do you know anyone who knew anyone who died in the towers? No, I don't yeah. think so. I mean, look, it, hindsight is twenty twenty. But why? Why couldn't they have flown right into the Trump Tower? <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. Yeah, <coughs> fingers crossed. There's still time. Uh, now, this is the first album where I I didn't love. Whoa. And my reasoning was this album. Yeah, what they they Turn released? Down his mic. Why is he here? I don't know. Go to San Francisco. Okay, good. I'd rather not. Go to Mel. Where are you from? Alameda. Go to Alameda. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay, so wh- why why didn't so you care for this album before they released the album? And this is this is also to this. And now we're in the age of the iPod. Yeah. Okay. So yes, they okay. they released a track list. This is what the track list is going to be. So the album leaks online, mm-hmm. and we all get the tracks, and we put them in the order and list them. I'm like, oh my god, this flows beautifully. Then they release the album in a total different order. Oh, okay. And it threw me because I thought, like, well, that was really flowed much better than what they had before. Then, and it, it's a silly thing, I know, but I've ever since then, it's become like a really tough. I understand what you're saying. Do I, you do you in your own personal iTunes have the original flow track list? I do what I have. Well, no, I have my own flow with it and my own version of the album um, for, for, for that one. Did you re-record the vocals for <laughs> your version of the album? I am not saying I did, but yes. <laughs> what, the, what, what was the original? Do you remember what the original track listing was? I want to say it's, it was Beautiful Day and then it went into Elevation. Okay. So uh, far we're going and, and that, the right way, I think. Well, no, it was... Uh, it, on, I, I think they went Stuck in a Moment. Yeah. I have to look it up here. It's a beautiful day, stuck in a moment, elevation. Oh, right. Walk on, kite in a little while, wild honey, peace on earth, shake your gun. Uh, no. And, and I'm, I'm not a big fan of uh, When I Look at the World. It sounds to me very much like a B-side. Hmm. Uh, please, please play all of your oh, music that me? right now. Yeah, Sorry. that's you, Murray. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to. Well, you know what? Having done this show for two years now... I have all like oh, songs will come up on my iPod and they'll be like uh, in a little while parentheses two minutes five seconds <laughs> so if I don't switch them then they'll 
still keep showing up. That's so I was trying to switch it. Um, sorry. So, so what did you bring? Yeah, what did you play? <clears throat> I just played New York. Yes. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah it was it's fantastic. You, you guys were here. Oh, all right. We're, uh, I'm surprised that you don't, uh, that this, uh, you, do you, uh, do you like it better now? Hi. I mean, there's songs on there that I absolutely love. Beautiful uh-huh. Day is fantastic. In a Little While, I think is one of their best. Uh, Kite, yeah. Walk On. Kite, Walk Yeah. Stuck in a Moment, you don't like? I like the acoustic version that they do uh, The acoustic version is great. I think that's the, they should have put that on the album. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, uh, Peace on Earth, I think, is is a, a good song mm-hmm. that, that gets a lot of flack. Uh, Grace, but that was okay. I like Grace. I actually uh, played Grace on our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, I think I remember that. Did you mm-hmm. say Grace? <clears throat> that was the thing. It was say Grace with Grace. Oh, okay. I like. You ever see the Laura Croft Tomb Raider video they have for Elevation? Yeah. That's a pretty badass video. You yeah. should check that out. Cool. I actually like that version. The yeah. Tomb Raider version better than the, the album version. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sounds cooler. Live. That's a great out. That's a great song yeah. to see live. Um, we're moving on to how to dismantle an atomic bomb. Yeah, which is funny because now they two albums in a row that have six words in the title, two long album titles after "Boy" and "October" and "War" and <laughs> "Pop" and you know "Zuropa." These big long. I t- wonder why that. Oh, you're shaking your head about that. You don't Seems like too wordy. Fucking words, man. <laughs> Did you own the U uh, two iPod? Oh, that's right. I forgot about forgot that. forgot about the U2 no, I did not iPod. No, they, it, it was put on. I had on. It just was there. Oh, okay. Oh, just, you didn't I have to just, buy it. I woke it up just, one day and it was it, there. It was there. It was red and black. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, Your yeah. regular iPod just turned red and black. I never liked it. I don't like it. I've been telling Andrew Rich a lot of things to do. But yeah, if you can find a picture of that U2 iPod. I almost got that because it looked so cool. Yeah. And um, I, came, I came to the iPod thing very, very late. Yeah. I, uh, I've heard that about you. Mm-hmm. So, how to dismantle an atomic one. bomb is uh, is another album. Mm-hmm. It's, one, it's another one of my favorites because to me, it was it was very. It, these felt like a companion piece to me. These to me, these albums yeah. sound very similar. So I felt like I was getting a sequel almost mm-hmm. to to the album that I loved. Oh, then here you know they didn't. They didn't really stretch that much on this album yeah. from the last. I didn't think so. And either. normally, when you had, they had like six producers on this album. And they normally, do. when you have like, you're like, Ugh, yeah, it's like seeing six like screenwriters on a yeah. on a film. But yeah. this is this I, this was a bat. This album's great. And yeah, I remember when they when they released Vertigo K Rock out here the mm-hmm. day they released it. K Rock played it eight times in a row. Yeah, Cat Corbett did. She's like, let's play it again. I think I read something uh, just a couple minutes ago that. Uh, Beautiful day and Vertigo are two songs that they that they've never dropped from the set list since they were were released. You're welcome, Kyle. Yeah, thanks. This is the only YouTube uh, album maybe, I yeah. own. I actually have this uh-huh. CD. And why is that? Someone gave it to me for a birthday or something. You didn't feel too lazy to return it. Well, I liked. I did like Vertigo. I actually liked the first like six songs on this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's strong. And then the rest can be thrown in the trash. Well, with I the disagree rest. with wow. that, but those first yeah, six are very too. strong. And uh, the one I brought was, uh, I love it so much, is a Miracle Drug. Oh, such yeah. a good song. Yeah. yeah. I love just four notes up top. I want to trip inside your head, spend the day there, to hear the things you haven't said, and see what you might see. I want to hear you when you call. Do you feel anything at all? I want to see your thoughts take shape and work right out. Freedom has a sense like the top of a newborn baby. 
I love that freedom has descended like my the top lines, of a newborn yeah. baby's head. I Amazing. Mean, the first time I heard that, I was just like, well, this is my favorite song of all time. <laughs> I love uh, it. What do you got, Aaron? What do you got for us? I got... You didn't, really, like, didn't you like, really like this album. Do you like this album better than... About the same. About the same. About okay, the same. that makes sense because uh, they're, they're, I, they're similar... For me, and it, once again, the tracklist thing kind of throws me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I picked a song which you're going to have to fast forward to the first minute, oh, yeah. I believe. Did I, you resequence this album to make the tracklisting a little more palpable? For yeah, you got rid of seven through the rest. <laughs> <laughs> he made it an EP. I did. Uh, this is, uh, I think, one of the most uh, kick-ass songs in live. It just killed every time I saw it. Okay. And this is "Love and Peace" or else. Mm-hmm. Such a good tune, and live it was. Just, oh yeah, uh, is that the one he played with the silver guitar? Is yeah, that the sil- yeah, 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 yeah that, that was it, awesome. And then Bono would take over the drum, take over the, the drums. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Yeah, that's a great tune. Larry, great tune. Larry Mullen Jr. would go hug his son. <laughs> that's not till <laughs> later. <laughs> God, we'll talk about that soon enough. Seriously. So what? What do you got for us, Mur? I took a song. Do you like this album, Mur? I love this. Love this album. I love this. And what's you like great Origin is, of the Species? That piece of shit. I do actually. I like every song. <laughs> wow. on here. Do you like this better than I like, uh, hate, I like Yahweh? That makes me hate Darwin. <laughs> do, you, do you like this better than all that you can't leave behind? Um, I, th- oh, I don't know. They're right up there, man. I, I like. I like different things about both albums, and I'll tell you why I like this album a lot. It's because my brother flew out from Montana mm-hmm. for the next couple tours to see yeah. you 2 every time they came around. This is the first one he came out to see, and this is the first uh, U2 concert he ever saw. Oh, wow. And so I made sure I got a uh, floor te- seat, so you know we were right You got some floor, te- floor, floor teats? We got some floor teeth. I just <laughs> put them in. I can't speak with them. No, no. I thought you said floor teats. Floor teeth? I always say floor teeth. Either way, creepy. Gross. Uh, this, is the first, uh, this is the first tour I saw them on since, uh, since uh, the Unfriable Unfriable Fire. fire so. Yeah. Uh, so what was great about bringing my brother is like he lives in Montana, so he never gets to really see celebrities or anything like that. Right. So to see the, or like, people. Or, yeah, he sees a lot of buffalo and bison. Yeah, and, and cow asses. Wow. <laughs> And teats. And teats. <laughs> and teats. So, so, so watch his face, like, to see Bono five feet from him in yeah. the edge, five feet from <laughs> LL him. LL Cool really, J. And LL, LL Cool J, J. fucking <laughs> online at the refreshment stand. No, you want a Bud Light? You want a Bud Light? Yo, who wants a pretzel? Who wants pretzel? Saw so him on this tour, too. Saw uh, LL Cool J on this tour, too. He's a big fan. <laughs> he is a huge How fan. How come they don't work with I him? saw him at Songs of Innocence last, uh, a couple weeks ago. Did, um, uh, this was a great tour, too. The staging on this tour was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was great. And they so, walked out with us uh, holding 
spotlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the dark, pitch black, and they're carrying these giant spotlights. Yeah, that shine me right in the eye. I was blinded for the entire show. Did you see them? I didn't see anything. Yeah, I should. I got money. Yeah, that's how you, well, that's that's why you, you got that That's shirt. why you go buy the Bono shades at the... That's right. Yeah. The oh, oh that's, that's what the, how they do it? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody go out and buy your shades. <laughs> Is that, is that that's Paul an amazing Paul McCartney? That's, that, that's an amazing quint from Jaws. Is that is that anyone? I, is that me? That guy might work at Lemonade across the street. Who wants to go buy some shades? Is that anyone? Is that someone? Are you having it's a like, stroke? It's like a bad Sean Connery, Connery impression. <laughs> Daryl Hammond's in the room. Do you want to buy some shades? This was the last tour that I saw, actually. I oh, yeah? Last tour. Have you ever seen soul. him since? No. And, uh, I, thought you, I thought he was a real fan. This is a mistake. You've made a mistake. I'm okay. going to tell you. So I They'll saw, come around again for this one. I saw, uh, I saw it the first time they came in New York with a friend, mm-hmm. and then my wife wanted to go. So we go, and she's... Jill? Not Jill. Why are you holding your hands like that? These <laughs> Apparently her, she has huge knockers. <laughs> yeah. She was pregnant. So, <laughs> okay. So in her like, boobs? She's like eight months pregnant, and we get right to the front of the, uh, uh-huh. the little... Uh, stage. What is it? The uh, walkway. Mm-hmm. Catwalk. Uh, catwalk. And I, I knew once they come on the stage, everybody rushes. Oh forward. yeah, 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 yeah. So this woman's pregnant. So I yeah. grab the railing. I'm pre- and you know when you do floor seats mm-hmm. and you're there for a little while, the people around you kind of form this tribe. Yeah. Of people, and there was this this guy who was maybe like nine foot three, and <laughs> so I'm lights go down. We're getting ready. I bracing for impact. And it doesn't come. I'm like, where? Where is it? And I look and I see nine foot three Chewbacca behind me and all these hands behind him. And he looks at me and he just goes, I got this. <laughs> and it was like the most amazing thing. It was. Um, uh, and then when they were playing, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Jill turned to me and she's crying. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? So she turns around, she's crying. I'm like, what's wrong? She takes my hand, she puts it on her belly. And, and I'm, I'm not making this up. Kicking in time with Larry is my son's foot. Boom, boom. But it was just like, oh my god! It was so. It's like that. That's pretty cool. It's Larry's mm-hmm. kick track. It was. He's <laughs> like, turn it up. I need, I need rhythm. Larry later ended up on Edison's shoulders. It was weird. <laughs> and then, and then he actually hugged Edison on an album cover. Yeah, <laughs> tons of fucked up. That's anyway. pretty great. Yeah. Was um, yeah, I would be scared to take um, a pregnant lady to a show and do it on the floor. Too, I was especially. nervous about it, but she was like, "Let's do this." And she goes, "I want to see the show." You told me how great it was, and and so we were waiting in line, and then when it came time to run to your position. She's yeah. just like, you know, waddling, go, go, waddling. I'll catch up. And she caught up with me and there we had the, you know, we're right where he's, because Bono comes out on the catwalk at the beginning mm-hmm. of the yeah, show yeah. and we were right there. I knew where to go this time. It was just, it was amazing, amazing show. Okay, so oh. this show was so emotional and so amazing. This is why you have not seen them since. Legally, I'm not allowed to see them anymore. <laughs> uh, why haven't you seen them since? Uh, there was some touching uh, with Adam and myself. And which is on an album cover. Which is on the next album. <laughs> songs of um, songs of touching of touching touchy songs. Uh, well, I had tickets for three sixty, and mm-hmm. then uh, we got a trip to Australia and Japan. So it's like okay, okay, can see it. And by the time I came back, they were gone. And that was a three sixty is definitely was definitely a spectacle. Yeah, it's way too big, man. But it, yeah, it might have been too big. Although they, I did, I believe they did really did make it seem more intimate than it than it was. But this this tour, you have to go when it comes back around. You have to. Okay. This is the best. I, this was the best I've ever seen him. I don't know about you, Murray, but this tour is something. This tour is incredible. great. I still hold Elevation as my favorite tour, but yeah. Songs of Innocence is definitely up there. They sounded phenomenal, man. They did. On this one, they did. Kyle, you're not going to go to work tomorrow, right? I didn't go to work today. Oh, cool. Could have started this earlier. 
Uh, <laughs> did you play? You have no, I haven't played one, Chatty, played one, Chatty Kathy. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually taking. I'm actually taking a little bit of a, a leap here, and I'm playing a leaked track. Oh, off, off the uh, leaked or stolen? Leaked um, off the recording sessions that they ended up releasing uh, a live version for Record Day mm-hmm. on Wide Awake in Europe, and this song is called Mercy. Okay, let's hear it. I love the song. Don't know it. Never heard it. You know when to pot, too. All right. We've got time. I got my hand on the knobs. It's a great song. I think actually, I think listener Scott Adams gave me that uh, that actual ah, version of that song. That's pretty cool. So, if, Scott, if you did, thanks a lot. And um, if you're still listening to this episode, thanks a lot. Do you think there'll <laughs> ever be a YouTube box with just a bunch of, like, uh, you know, <clears throat> unreleased songs and B-sides? And There has been. Yeah. No, not an official box. It's yeah, not it was, a box, but it's... iTunes. It's iTunes. They oh, did, I know what you're talking B-sides. about. Yes, yes. They did yeah, a bunch of right. B-sides Yeah, they stuff. did. You're right. Um, I refrained from bringing any of that stuff. No, that's good, because that wasn't what we were doing. Right. Then after this album came out, they released uh, U2 18 singles. We're not going to play anything off that, but those songs were produced by Rick Rubin. Uh, the, two, the, uh, the two songs. Yeah, the, Windows in the Sky. The Saints Are Coming and the Windows in the Sky. Oh, it's a great Windows song. Windows in the Sky is such a great song. I Did wish you, they played that live. Yeah, yeah, I so would good. too. Did you, uh, at the time, I thought, oh, I bet Rick Rubin must, he's going to produce the next album then, but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They had sessions with him. They were, they were working on stuff with him, and then they just scrapped it. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they, they must not have enjoyed his beard. Uh, freaked them out. They must not have Windows in the Sky. And check out the Windows in the Sky video. Yeah. It's pretty remarkable. If you like remarkable videos. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but who does really? No, no, no. Not many people uh-uh. enjoy that. Uh, so this brings us now. And this was actually, this. so it was four years between yes. Spandle Atomic Bomb and the next album. Five years. Uh, and I was working. Five years, actually. Was it five was years? Was it five? Really? Yeah, 2004 and then 2009. Hmm. Okay. So I'm, I had a job in New York with, um, I don't know if I can actually say. Who it was? Uh, I don't know. Can Steven I say Steven Spielberg? Can I say United say Nations? I think I could say United Nations. I know. All right, let's just refer to it as the Pentagon. So I was working at the Pentagon, the Pentagon in New York, and uh, I knew Bono was because they were doing the General Assembly, and I knew Bono was going to be there to give a speech. So I knew the guys in security. So he got me in early. Went and saw this speech he gave, and, and the guys like, "Do you want to meet him?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So he takes me over, and I look at. Bono comes out and at the end and he's taking some pictures with people and it's my turn and I look at him and he's wearing a green jacket and a black t-shirt and I happen to be wearing a green jacket and a black t-shirt and I say to him, obviously we're the only two that got the green jacket, black t-shirt memo and he looks at me and laughs and we take a picture and I'm thinking, okay, great and walks away and I'm like, idiot, you should have asked him, where's the new album? Where's the new music? Yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting at my desk and a guy walks in, one of the guys in the office, he's, hey, your boy's up in the lobby here. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, Bono's right out here. So I go out, and there's Bono and Bob Geldof. Wow. Oh, and nice. all these people around, I'm like, oh, my God. So I go up, and I said, can I get an autograph? And he's like, sure. And he goes, <laughs> he says, here, Bob, sign this. 
I've got off signs. <laughs> like, oh my god, I've just got these two autographs. This is what did you get? What did they sign? Like it's a piece of paper, Manila envelope, a piece of paper. Uh, it was uh, it had top secret on there. Okay, uh, for your eyes only. Confidential. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and. Um, so then I'm, I go back to my desk and I come out. And can I ask where this autograph lives currently in your home? You can, but I will not answer. Okay. Because I don't know right now. All right. Um, so I go back to my desk and I well, let me just look out real quick. And now it's just Bono in the lobby. He's mm. by himself. There's nobody there. He's lost. So I go, hey, like, can I be weird and just talk to you? He's like, sure, man. I'm talking to Bono. And I said, so I got I to gotta ask you. Four years. It's a long time to make us wait for new music. What, mm. What's going on? I said, you got to give us something, like a new single or a B-side, something, just a demo or whatever. And he says, yeah, we've been, we've been I'm, I'm not going to attempt to do an impression because we see how well that went tonight. Um, so he says, do you want uh, me to do it? I don't. Okay. I, maybe. I don't right. know. So he says, you know, we've been talking about maybe releasing something. We're talking about releasing something. <laughs> So Murray, uh, <laughs> he says, "Yeah, we're, we're talking. We're releasing a single or a demo." And then he stops. He looks at me. He goes, "We still might." And I said to him, "You do that, and I will give you each a dollar or a cookie that my wife made." <laughs> and he just he just started laughing. And then he had to go to talk to like Gordon Brown or somebody at that point. <laughs> and he's he's like, "It's a good it's a really good offer." And I was like, "Oh my god, I just." Made Bono laugh. That's and, awesome. And so, and then they didn't release anything that year. They had a Christmas thing. And guess what? No cookie. Bono. Fuck way you. to go. You way too. to go. Yeah. Have you had his wife's cookies? <clears throat> Allie's? They made, or they, no? His wife's oh wife's. no, I haven't had your wife's cookies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no we mean li- teats, right? No line on the horizon. I remember I listened to a, a station called Radio Paradise, which I think is out of your neck of the woods, mm-hmm. Aaron. And this song, uh, mag- like I'm listening to this song, I'm like, man, somebody's really trying to sound like you too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, man, somebody really does sound like you too. And so I go and look over the, and it's uh, he had gotten an early copy of it, and it was the song "Magnificent" on this album. And I'm like, this song is awesome. <laughs> this uh, this album came out. We had just uh, purchased our our new house, and we had we had six weeks to get out of the house we rented. So I had basically six weeks to to paint destroy the, it, paint the interior of the new house, <laughs> and this is the album that shit I, in the sink <laughs> twice, and this upper decker still haven't found it. And then this is uh, this is the album that I listened to mm-hmm. all day long every day that I was painting the interior of the house. So Nude. it kind of kind of has a you know that meaning for me. Yeah, for sure, man. And um, I for some reason I'm trying to think, I don't know why this album wasn't it really wasn't received well i think i like the individual songs i don't know that it works as an album does that make sense we've had you and i have had this yeah. same discussion and yeah. i i agree with you the songs on this magnificent is amazing a lot of great songs but moment of surrender I, i'm an album guy when it comes to you too i like to listen top to bottom yeah, right. when i listen and, to them and i don't think it's cohesive and what's an funny album. is yeah. even though i just told you i listen to this album top to bottom mm-hmm. constantly it it just didn't didn't work as an album for me, even though I, I do like the songs a lot. And when yeah, people, yeah. I when agree. people say they hate it, I'm like, that's got some great songs on it. It's got some really good songs. Yeah. What do you think? I, I, I think it's a it's a uh, another instance of the track listing just being off. I think I think they start off strong and then it just yep. kind of peters out and then comes back. And uh, and it does have the it's the first album that has a song that I skip. What is that? White as snow. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't. Um, I just I don't. It, to me, it sounds like why did this make the album? This should have been on a on the B side on a single. Mm-hmm. Or something. I'm actually not a Boots fan. 
No. I don't really like uh, Get On Your Boots. To me, that sounded like what your sexy pop boots? would have sounded like if uh, Brian Eno produced it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like uh, I like the lyrics in it, but I just I didn't like that. Do you like sexy boots at all? I do like sexy boots. I'm do you? Sexy boots fan. Kyle, bring them out. <laughs> so what song, So I'm anxious to hear what songs we we brought from this thing, from this piece of shit. Aaron, you want to lead us Kidding. off? Uh, I so, will actually, and I think that this is the best. And they're song. back to Brian Eno, Daniel Lane, Juan, yeah. Steve Lillywhite again. Steve, I think this is the first time Steve Lillywhite's been back since the '80s. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, he did some. He did work on Octone. Did he work on Octone? He did some singles. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I think, uh, no, and didn't he produce, uh, uh, Atomic Bomb? Did he produce Atomic Bomb? Yeah, because yeah, they started with Chris. Oh, he did. You're right. I'm sorry. Somebody was... from the Sex Pistols. And this is the first time Bono is singing Thomas. his vocals since, uh, since the early, the early eighties. <laughs> Chris Thomas. Chris Thomas. Yes. Uh, so I think this is the best song on the album. Okay. And I think it's an amazing, it's a tour de force from Larry Mullen Jr. Okay. Cause there's three separate drum tracks. All right. And it's the title track. No line in the horizon. This is a good right? song. It is a great song. And Bono's vocal is just off the charts. And it's really driving, man. Yeah. Great tune, yeah. And, and so, like, yeah. At that point, the second drum kicks in mm-hmm. on the right side of the, and then, but it just—it's amazing. It's an amazing song. Yeah, that's uh, that's a great way to start the album mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And this is the 360 tour, which they did, which mm-hmm. I, I see. I saw at Rose Bowl and, and Anna, I saw that and too two nights at, at Anaheim. And it's just a little too big. Rose Bowl was way too big. It, it was a hundred thousand. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It was. I was there with Matt Belknap. Rest right. in peace. <laughs> no, I think he's still with us. And Siegel and uh, and Mrs. Bell now. Uh-huh. Black Eyed Peas opened and Slash came out and they played uh, what's Bar- Barracuda. No, Guns N' Roses tune. November Rain. No, uh, they're big one. They're still playing it. Bar- oh. Barracuda. No, they're big Guns N' Roses. Sweet Child, Sweet Child of Mine. Kyle. Yes, it was great. Fergie's got some pipes, man. Yeah, Fergie's good. As a matter of fact, did you see she piss herself on stage? <laughs> no, that was. Why would she one. piss herself on stage? There's did- pictures of her peeing herself on stage. Well, she gets excited. It's a good as song. As anyone would. It's a good Fergie song. Fergie Piddle. Because she turns around, she goes, fuck, I'm playing with the Black Eyed Peas. Pee. Pee. I pee when I hear them. But did you see uh, on the 25th <laughs> Where anniversary? Where did, did that pee come from her black eye? Edit. <laughs> twice. Edit twice. Wow. So much of this would be edited. <laughs> We're not going to hear any songs from that. <clears throat> it's going to be a 30-minute episode. <laughs> 20, uh, 25th anniversary of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. Um, 
YouTube plays a version of uh, what's the Stone song? They Give play? me shelter. Give me shelter with yeah. Fergie on vocals. She was amazing. on backup vocals. Yeah. Amazing. It's a great, great rendition. Where's the, where where where's the new Black Eyed Peas or the new Fergie music? What are they doing? What happened when you met Who Will cares? I Am? Uh, Aaron. <laughs> what happened when you met Will I Am? Did you offer him a, a ho ho? Uh, I couldn't get past his people. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's very close off. I have to side with Kyle on this one. Who cares? Who gives a shit? I don't what need do to got? hear their jock rock bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got from That's this album? That's just you two hatred talking. Yeah. Um, I wa- well, what did you bring? Because I brought two. I brought Magnificent. Okay, because I brought it down. I'll, let's play mine then. I brought Magnificent and I no, brought... No, 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 I didn't. I didn't bring Magnificent. Oh, what did you bring? Check that. Check that. I, okay. brought, I brought Moment of Surrender. All right, then I'll play uh, Magnificent. Okay. One second. Sure. I also brought uh, I'll Go Crazy if I don't go crazy tonight. I brought Breathe. That's a good one. I'll go crazy if this podcast keeps going. I love the guitar in this. Stop. Yeah, keep it up. Keep the volume up. In Anaheim, uh, who opened for him? What's his face? What are you doing? Who opened for them in Anaheim? Um, Neil Diamond. Oh, no, Roxy Roker's son. Why am I blanking on his name? Oh, Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz opened, did 30 minutes. All hits? All hits. Yeah. Tried to get people to chant uh, Let Love Rule for like 10 minutes, and Didn't, nobody would go no for one, it. And everybody's uh, like, come on, dude, let's... We're not here to see you. I would have much rather seen Lenny Kravitz than the Black Eyed Peas, though. Um, I didn't enjoy either of them. I don't no. like either of them. Yeah. Really? Kravitz looked great. He's amazing. He walked out with like a fucking carpet on or something <laughs> and a boa and a big floppy hat. and Just fantastic. And then he took off a shirt and he, he looked, he dresses he looked like, better at 45 than I looked at 22. He dresses like uh, Carly Simon in the 70s <laughs> is how he dresses. That's how he dresses in 2014. 15. He dresses so like, he dresses like the me. he dresses like the beast from the village. <laughs> Do you know that movie, The Village? Yes. yes. Uh, he dresses like that beast. Uh, okay, look, we're we're gonna play the first. We're gonna end up playing the first three tracks on this album in the order that they're played. I mean, oh, of course, No yeah, Lines, yeah, nice. Magnificent, and then into Moment of Surrender. I mean, again, and Aaron obviously hates this order. We're saying, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> let's play it. Let's hear it. Moment of Surrender. We set ourselves on fire Oh God, do not deny It's not if I believe in love If love believes in me Oh, believe in me At the moment of surrender I'm falling to my knees I forgot how good the song is I mean, those three songs are are great. I think, Aaron. I agree. 
What? And then I like Sorry. I like unknown call. Then we go into unknown, unknown caller. caller. So, yeah, I'll go yeah. crazy if I don't go crazy tonight. Get on your boots. Stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. I like breathe. I think that's breathe's a, really a good cool one. Song. Yeah. even though it does sound a little REM ish. And again, it just for we all in agreement it doesn't work as an album. Yeah, is that yeah. what we think? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, right. think, I, think, it's, I think it's a track listing issue personally. But what do I know? Well, you should have told him instead Would of Would you mind resequencing this and maybe sending me a zip file of your resequence? Is that Fred Stoller? <laughs> yeah, this is Fred Stoller. I was at the Grove. I got a, got a Jamba Juice, and then I went into Barnes & Noble. And I tried to buy a U2 album, but they told me just check my uh, iTunes. It's probably in there. <laughs> Speaking of it in your iTunes. Yeah, man. Here we this go. Album. This album no one has. <laughs> it's hard to find. By the way, it's uh, people got down on YouTube for giving away their album. Oh, they God. didn't give away their album. No, yeah. they 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 sold it they sold to it Mac. To, yeah, and yeah. they, and gave, they it gave it away, and they sold it for an undisclosed shit ton of money. Yes, because they promised a hundred million in promo alone. Yeah. So on, so they paid a lot of money. So they didn't give this album away. So shut the fuck up, Kyle <laughs> and Aaron. <laughs> so sorry. What do you think? Of uh, of songs of innocence, I really really like it. I think that it is. I hate the, I hate the return to form, uh, mm-hmm. but I think it's. I think it has a beginning and a middle and end. Mm-hmm. I think it definitely flows well, mm-hmm. and uh, it's got some really great songs in there. I, it's one. It, this is also one of my favorite U two albums. I think this yeah. is such a great album. I mean, I think just it's got a great cover. No, <laughs> right, Kyle. Uh, the the album cover that was with the free. Download. Yeah. I like it better than this. Oh, I, the kind of the blank paper. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I get. It. And now everyone's like, "Well, that's just his son." I it's know. Artsy I bullshit. Yeah, I don't is. like the cover of this album at all. Mm-hmm. And I know it's his son. That's fine. I don't. Like, care. I just that's don't. like something a college kid hands in yeah. in their photography class. I don't like the. I don't think there's anything sexual about this cover. No, no, no. I just don't like it. I don't like the low hug. I don't. I just don't like it. I'd rather have either a band photo or you know, or a just, Calvin Klein ad, right? I mean, <laughs> not both. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just don't care for the cover. Any anyone thoughts? People? I agree. I don't care for the cover either. But um, in this day of age where I don't buy albums anymore, I don't ever see it, so I don't really no. think about right. it. You know what I mean? But I do agree. But, uh, I do like the one that came with the uh, that came with the yeah. download. Murray, how did you hear about this album being dropped into your uh, into your iTunes? Um, I was coming back from surfing. And uh, here we go, surfing. I get drop. I get a buzz on my phone, and it's Pat Francis <laughs> that says "Free you too" in your iTunes. I'm like, what? I know, I know it's like insane to even. You're like, you're like, what are you? T- what are you, are you talking? talking? And I call him, and it's like, yeah, there's a, they just released an album free for everybody in your <laughs> iTunes. And then I rushed home. And it took me forever to figure out how to fucking. It was down. not easy to. It wasn't it was easy to get because I didn't like use it the was cloud. just like you opened it up and that was the only album in there. Yeah. No, so I went to iTunes and it said purchased already. And I'm like, well, how do I get it? So I go to my Where iTunes it? and it's not there. I know. And so I had to. It took me probably a half hour to find it. I know it was like National Treasure. And then free. I was mad. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> Sorry, wow. I stepped on your joke. Sorry. No, that's okay. I do it all the time. I think to you else. called me to you called me that day as well. Yeah. I think the only time I ever hear from you is when it's you two related. Yeah, and then I called Kyle and I said, oh my God, delete. Go to your <laughs> iTunes. Don't even look what's in there. Don't look at the artwork. Just uh, no. just uh, Apple A and delete everything in your iTunes mm. library right now. I don't have a Mac. So. But this now is talk about an album that is cohesive. Yes. Yeah. Top to bottom. Great flow. Great flow. And yeah. what an ass kicker out of the gate song. Oh, yeah. Completely with a new producer altogether, Danger Mouse, yep. with some help from other guys. Mm. Um, 
it's just it's a great album and i was so excited to see this music live and it did not disappoint as a matter of fact it it escalated Mm -hmm. some songs for me that i thought oh this is a good song and then i saw it live i'm like this song's fucking great because the night i saw them they played volcano yeah they didn't play volcano the nights i were there crazy like like, you know when the whole crowd is just like jumping it was was so great so great and their phones their phones are bouncing because they're holding them (laughs) up that's a great video oh that's amazing (laughs) so uh what song did you bring mary um, did you bring the miracle of Joey Ramone? No, I didn't. Uh, which is a great song, man. I, did you bring the tragedy of Dee Dee Ramone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what should I bring? I brought, I brought three. Rocket Peach I, can I go last? <laughs> okay. Would you like to go first, Aaron? Sure. Why not? Who gives a rat's ass? Mm. Um, Cedarwood Road. Wow, I I think the guitar on that just the is so fucking. The first time I heard it, I was listening like, okay, this is interesting. This is where it's going. And then when he comes in with that guitar, that was one of the first ones that stood out to me too when I first heard it. And then seeing it live, yeah, was like, oh, this is great. Right. I like how you did that, Kai. You like faded up right (laughs) as he was. You should talking. You should get the drive home shift. What episode do you like better, the All You Two or the All Kiss? Uh, probably the Kiss one. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so I don't you, like. I like the. I like music, the musical part of it, but I don't like Bono's don't annoying, like ethereal. <laughs> I'm the best, like omnis, omnipotent lyric work. That's so weird. He says the exact same thing about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bizarre. I just, um, I just don't like that. I don't know. And then he's telling us to. He's like, go fight AIDS if you want to do that. <laughs> right. Well, he does fight AIDS. He is and right he does that. I know, and he but then he tells music. everyone about it, like Oprah person giving things away. <laughs> Don't make me feel bad. <laughs> I, wish you, would, Bono. I wish he would go fight Foo. <laughs> <laughs> we have somebody uh, handling that. Yeah. Oh, oh, we do? Uh, yeah. Is it, a, is it a secret team of special agents? It's a secret team of Foo fighters Are that you we're not se- allowed to talk about. Right. Yeah. Uh, my song, because Mary wants to go last, is I just, I, this song is just, I love it so much. It's in my, uh, it's in my, uh, my playlist for the gym. Mm. Uh, so I haven't heard it in a while. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this is, uh, track seven, Raised by Wolves. Mm. Another, love another one. I love it so much. That I hear, heard live and I love it even more. On a broken street, there's a man in the corner in a pool of misery. I'm in a white van as the Red Sea covers the ground. I love that stuff. Yeah. Crash, I can tell what it is, but I take a look and now I'm sorry I did. 5.30 on a Friday night, the 
Not even getting to the chorus, but his voice is so amazing on this song too. Oh yeah, I think so I read good. that the uh, the guy who did the mix of this is put that breathy thing in, Without, and, and they and they didn't know it until nah. it hit their iTunes for free. Because they'll do they'll <laughs> do like a um, they'll record it three mm-hmm. or four different times or whatever, yeah. and then they'll, they'll give it here do something with it, and then they'll that's come pretty back. that's pretty cool to yeah. say. Look, we've we've done this. See what you can do to, yeah. to mm-hmm. make it even more stellar. But yeah, I love that so much. Yeah. This, I mean, all these, these, every breaking wave. Mm-hmm. It's so one of, yeah, good. it's one of my favorites. I actually um, gave you a uh, present. You did. I, I'll, I'll post a picture of it on uh, on when this comes out. Um, really nice gift from I, uh, Francis. I I hand wrote the lyrics to every breaking wave, and in then his, I credit them to myself in his blood. <laughs> <laughs> and I put it on his iTunes. Uh, no, the the uh, when, when it came in your uh, in your iTunes for free, there was also a digital booklet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was working on, on a, for a production company that had a, they had an amazing digital <laughs> printer, like a, a color. So I I printed the whole booklet out. You know, I probably had to change the uh, ink cartridge nine times to print this booklet. <laughs> But then there's a, there's a group uh, band photo and uh, and so I uh, and the lyrics got which would have made a great cover for yes, the album. Yes, it would have. Yeah. That band photo would have is amazing. And so I, I just had that 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 picture with the lyrics uh, framed for, for every breaking oh, nice. wave from my, Yeah. So uh, what song are you gonna play? Um, well, I know it's our last song, and I hate to get mellow on this last one. I'll tell you what we were. I'll tell you what, since we, uh, <laughs> since uh, this won't be the, our last song. What I we, have a playout song. Oh, I was going to play that. I was going to play that one that you guys like that Rick Rubin produced. But what do you have? I was going to play a lot because, and this, you don't have to. I'm, you don't want our guest to have a playout song? I'm a guest. Man, yeah, you're a co-host. Oh. Well, he doesn't like the last five songs they put out, the five albums they put out. That's not entirely false. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your playout? Well, uh, my suggestion, we can hold it to okay, a vote. What's your playout song? I was going to play, because uh, I've seen them... Every tour since Unforgettable Fire. <laughs> I, the, the song that never gets old. Uh-huh. See, like, if I never see one played again live, right. I'm fine. Okay, I've, you're I've wrong. seen it a time. Um, but the song that never, ever gets old is Streets. When you see it live where the streets have no names. And I got a couple live versions. We could play one. Is this, so we're going to play Streets of Fire by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I'm okay with that, that being the play song. What about you? I'm okay. Yeah, I like, I like the boss. All right. <laughs> Okay, so what are you yeah. going to play from okay. this album? Um, this is uh, I'm going to play a song for someone because this is another one that oh, that's a great that song. I liked, and I, when I saw it live, I was like, "This is a phenomenal." Who is this song, song written for, though? Someone. I wish I could figure it out.
what I don't understand. So, in the in like the late '90s, his voice was pretty haggard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, he, and then he had like a throat cancer scare or something. Yeah, and and now he just sounds so powerful and so. I mean, he just it sounds better than he ever has. He really has. I don't know how he did it either. I mean, probably five years between albums yeah. helps. Well, if he had some cookies, I'm just saying. Or dollars. whatever you're loading in there, I have right here. I can play it. What do you mean? I have I have the whole U two catalog right here. You don't have the live streets I was going to play. Oh, you're playing a live version. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I that oh. does not get my vote. No, but he's actually going to play it himself oh, okay. on acoustic. Oh, all right. Let's do some promotion. Real quick. Looking now, for look, my guitar. I'm going to tell people right now. This, Can I just this, say this, this real quick? We've been recording. This show is three hours long. Oh. Is, is this never, the longest? Yes, and it's this never, beats yes. Tom Petty. Yeah, yeah. But with this, but this is never going to play three. It's not good enough to divide into two. <laughs> And yet, it's, it's not good there's enough the to confidence. Leave, it's not good already. enough to leave as three hours. So I, uh, you, the people will hear an, a version that has a lot less of my bullshit. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we listen. We listen to this for your bullshit. Yeah. Do you think? Okay, let's take a vote. Do you think I should put this up at 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 at, at this length, Kyle? Uh, it doesn't really matter to me. Oh. You don't even like this show. <laughs> he hates the YouTube show. No, I'll just tr- I'll trim it. I'll trim it down. I'll get it down to about fifty-four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just put it on people's iPhones. What's the long? What's the longest besides this? What was Tom Petty? Tom Petty was close to three. I think no. I think the I think the longest episode currently is the part one of a two-part Kiss episode oh, that I did with Pardo. I think that's the longest currently. Um. I'd say we go for another 40 minutes. <laughs> now we go deep album cut? Yeah. Uh, can you know what? Maybe go through and take out one song from each album. Like cut my song in one album, cut Aaron's on one, cut yours on one. I you know what I mean? I don't know. I just don't. What we should do is continue to talk about it and make it four hours. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I had a good time. Look, I love doing this show. I had a good time. I know I'm a little tired and under the weather, but um, it was a blast, man. It was yeah. great to finally meet Aaron. I've heard a lot about you. Uh, uh, you do excellent work on the podcast, the artwork and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, and you'll be doing the artwork for this one. A what? You'll be doing the artwork for this one. It's I'm, just Aaron's face and a U2 sign. It's going to be me <laughs> hugging Kyle. <laughs> oh, 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 it's going to be Pat hugging Kyle. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's a it's what is it like 1 a.m. right now? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, it's uh, No, it's 11:30. Let me ask you. Favorite, yeah, buddy. Uh, favorite you two album. I like this one and Octung Baby are the two that jump out at me. Yeah. But it's like it'll change tomorrow if you ask me tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, what's your favorite you two album? Uh, it's Octung or Pop are the two that I listen to the most. Okay, and for me, it's uh, all you can't leave behind, and uh, and probably kiss creatures in the night. <laughs> favorite, uh, favorite tour you saw him on? Uh, favorite tour was this most yeah. recent one. Yeah, Still elevation definitely. for me, even though this is a super super close second. They mm-hmm. sound and what was great about listening. I haven't listened to this album in a while, um, so listening to these songs like brought me right back to the forum and seeing them. You know, and I went four nights, so. I had every angle of the show, right. you know. So one night I was up in the left. Two nights I was down on the floor. One night you were up Bono's ass. <laughs> one, night I was up on, one night I was next to LL Cool J. 
Oh, what? <laughs> what? Again. So it was great. I did. I shouldn't tell you this story, but I should. Oh, Jesus. Oddly yeah, because LL Cool J's been behind you this entire... What? LL? Yo, who wants a pretzel? Worst LL Cool J. I don't know. I don't know. Probably the best. Probably uh, the best. Kiss Keepers and Clunkers was two hours and 33 minutes. All clunkers? <laughs> For you, it would be. So what's the story? No, nah, I won't tell you. I'll tell you guys off. The, tell us I'll off tell you off the mic. Um, Aaron, thank you for being here. Where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, at I am Aaron Gould. Uh, Murray, you're at, at... At Murray V. Kyle's at Kyle Dotson Funny. We are at Rock Solid Show. I am at Pat underscore Francis. U2's at U2. They are. They're at U2. They do, got it. How'd they get it? I, it but it's do, actually... It's, Twitter? It's a U and then T-W-O. Uh, no, it's not. I know. Oh. Oh my God, that stays in. You, it's actually U T O O. Um, uh, Can I just say real quick? I wanna, like us on Facebook. Uh, I want to say thank you to, uh, to everybody for having me. Oh, yeah, man. in your dojo, and uh, thank you for coming. Was, this was. Uh, I found at U T W O. Sorry. <laughs> oh, look at that dude. Uh, oh no. That's uh, the worst. No, it was fun talking to you too, Aaron, with you. That was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Are you talking you two with us four? <laughs> I'm not even going to. That's getting cut. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Donate, buy the premium episode, uh, do all that stuff. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and again. Play? Are you going to ramp up your. I think I'll, just, gonna... I'll just say this is. I never gets old seeing this song live. And turn it up, Kyle. You son of a bitch. Sorry.